Well, folks, with the Wayfield Report in its fifth season and me starting my 14th year of podcasting in 2021, I figured now would be as good time as any to start a Patreon page for the podcast. And I know everyone these days has a Patreon page who is a podcaster, but let me tell you what you're going to get if you decide to join the Whitfield Report Patreon. At the one level, at the one dollar level, you'll simply be uh, contributing. That'll simply be a way of saying thank you, uh, and I appreciate it, but that's that. However, at the three dollar level on up, you're going to be getting access to an exclusive uh, podcast that I'm hoping to do weekly called the Savage Express Podcast. And on that podcast, exclusive to Patreon subscribers and supporters, I'll be covering music and movies and pop culture and personal anecdotes in ways that uh, I can't cover on uh, YouTube or traditional podcast platforms. I'm hoping to do this every week. I might not, but it'll certainly be a longer-form podcast uh, for those types of topics, if you're interested in that sort of thing. And uh, I also might be re-releasing some uh, episodes of the Whitfield Analysis, my old podcast, re-releasing the back catalog, as it were, uh, digging out some of the old video clips that I've had an archive for years and posting all of that exclusively to the Patreon site for you guys. It's going to be a good time and uh, there are a couple of different tiers you can join in at. Uh, I understand if you can't join the Patreon, but if you're, if you're able to uh, financially support the show and you want to help out, joining the Patreon would be the best way to do that. So I encourage you to go to patreon.com forward slash Whitfield Report and sign up on one of the tiers today. And uh, again, folks, I want to thank you for supporting the podcast. Thank you for listening to the podcast. And hopefully uh, I can look forward to your financial contribution, which I deeply appreciate as well. God bless, folks, and uh, God freedom amongst see in that order. Alright everyone, good evening and welcome to the uh, Saturday edition of the Whitfield Report. I am your host, Sam Whitfield, broadcasting here live from NGC Studios here in South Florida. And I want to thank you so very much for joining us. Happy New Year to all of you as well. Uh, I want to thank you all very much for joining me, and uh, Happy New Year. Like I said, 2021, uh, baby. New year, uh, new show. 
but we have a lot of the same situations that we're dealing with, good and bad. Um, so we'll be covering a bit of that tonight. Um, contact info real quick. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at w underscore ndc. Hashtag Whitfield Report. On Parlor and Gab at Sam Whitfield. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash Whitfield Report. TheSamWhitfield.com. Of course, you can subscribe uh, to the show on Apple Podcasts and uh, Spotify. And as always, uh, streamlabs.com forward slash the Whitfield Report. And uh, I will be simulcasting with my uh, friends over at Versa News Media, Sean, Alex, Dictator Phil, and Apex Gamma, my co-host, is uh, in the Discord as well. So I will take myself off mute and uh, we'll be simulcasting. So you'll be watching, uh, technically you'll be watching two shows but uh you know different streaming by the way i got this hat for christmas from my uh stepdad john so shout out to john uh i think he might be subscribed to this channel but uh i'm not sure my my stepdad rarely actually comments on my show which i i think is actually a good thing probably but uh, anyway, so I will unmute Discord and we'll check in with the guys. It was like Amy Schumer and Kathy Griffin bad. Like, I'll pull I, it up. It, it was bad. Like, and then, and it, and it was like, and you were, and I, and I, I hey like, guys, I know you were. We were talking about, hey, what's up, Sam? What's going on? Happy, happy New alive, Year. by the way. Happy New Year to you, too. Have you guys done your intros and all that stuff? Because I we, just... We, yeah. we, just barely, we just barely got into the intros. Okay, cool. I got mine done and out of the way as well. So, Happy New Year to... Well, hopefully, Happy New Year. I was going to say, better be careful saying we'll that. <laughs> we'll I'm... Uh, I'm ca- I I I wouldn't even say I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm more cautious than anything at this point. Yeah, that's that's how I mean cautious in many ways, not just the virus, not just with optimism, but with everything going on. I mean, I think Phil I I Phil you're not banned yet, right? No, your tweet's still live. No, I was I, mean... I thought I thought that was going to be because my tweet had like the Parkland shooting on it. That was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Like I thought that that was going to get me kicked off. Oh God. So I, That was brutal. I was like, I laughed. I, when I laugh out loud, that's when I know something's like actually good is like when I'm alone, I see a joke and I laugh out loud. Now when I laughed out loud at. So, like, and I, I'm like, I hate being the guy. I'm like, look, I, I don't like, like I've done, I've never, I've never made a career out of comedy. I just say funny shit, and and I've, you know, and I did like, and I've done stand up classes. Like when I was in D.C., I did stand up classes or whatever. But like, I look, I, I don't do this shit. Like I don't do. I, I this isn't. That's not what I do. Like. Like I look at and and I and I remember you you telling me oh well, go figure 
uh, Kyle's doing a podcast with Dave Rubin. I'm like, oh, there you go. <laughs> fucking the 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 self-proclaimed comedian turned fucking political commentator. Like, yeah, but I can't even believe I can't believe grifter. that dude had the balls to call himself a comedian. What <laughs> political grifter, please? That too. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely that too. But I'm saying you can. Because he was a he he was a stand up comedian. Apparently, he had some a special, failed. It was comedian. it was bad. Like it was I I had to look. I had to, um, and it was one of those things where I had to look back at like some of his work because you you see if you go on YouTube, you could actually find. I think he had like a he had a special on some B side Comedy Central show or something like that. Yeah, it was so bad. It was. I was like, "Why, why you like?" You, but he did make the right move going to the Young Turks because, like, it, comedy was not for him. Okay, that was, you know. So at least, and and, I, and I'm pretty sure that no one was going to take his no talented ass until he went on the Young Turks. And I think that was more competition or whatever. I, I I just like, God, he was so awful. And then and then I, I really I, I really don't like him all that much as a as a Blaze TV personality. Either. I'm just like, I don't know. I used to like him. Like when I, it's funny enough, that's how I found Milo was through Dave Rubin's interview with him. That's when I first discovered him. I'm like, oh, this guy seems pretty cool. He's very, you know, he's he's one of the cool lefties. Am I right? You know. And then fast forward now a couple of years, and then when I started hearing that he wouldn't bring banned people back on because he was scared, and yet he still says he's a champion for free speech, and he's Dave Rubin. He's so brave. He's so bold. You know, he's well, he's not like the other lefties. It's like it's 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 all fake. It, well, it's just it's it's all for money. Well, you want to know why? You want to know why that is, uh, Sean? Because uh, it, it's. I, if you're like a if you're a, a broadcast slash podcast nerd like I am, you might like an in, kind of like an industry nerd. You might know this, but but, but a lot of people don't know that uh, Dave Rubin has financial backing from Larry King. Who, quick side note, how the fuck is Larry King still even alive? Like, well, he has COVID now. That might do him in. Well, the yeah. dude, the dude is little like, and I'm not even saying this to be mean, but he's he's little like, not, like I'm kind of impressed, but at the same time, like, dude is fucking ninety five and still, you know, like, oh, he looks like he's from The Walking Dead set. I mean, yeah. he looks terrible, oh, yeah. but yeah, <laughs> but I mean, so that that he's still moving. So I mean. I, and I, you know, he started a podcast network, and I, I guess that's where, like, you know, that's where Dave is now. And so, like, I guess Dave doesn't want to upset, you know, the Larry King apple cart or whatever. Um, I'm sorry, it's funny that you mentioned that he's his backer, because I remember Ruben saying, like, his biggest inspiration was Larry King. He wanted to be like Larry King. And I'm like, fucking oh. kisser. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah now it all makes sense. From a dude named after a sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Every time I see a Ruben on the menu, I think of Dave Ruben. 
<laughs> me, I'm me. like, oh, well, there he is again. Well, and you know, and to, and to be fair, I mean, Larry King also has also has Dennis Miller, you know, but on his podcast network. But also, Dennis Miller isn't trying to suck up to people, so. Here's um, some money for mm, your, your mic's going in out there. I don't know if it's your connection, but uh, yeah. But you know, speaking of your Twitter, Phil, I I want to. I'm glad you brought it up for a uh, second reason. Technically, is because you and I got into a little Twitter fight. Um, I'll admit I fired the first shot, and then you dove in and brought a machine gun to when we were on Lauren Southern's Twitter. You fuck with my friends, I, and I, you pay. You pay handsomely, okay? Yeah. That's it. Yeah, so I actually wanted to know about that because I, I saw that today. And uh, by the way, real quick, sorry to interrupt, but shout out to Kevin Dugan on the Whitfield Report uh, YouTube who super chatted me $30 saying, uh, here's, wow. some, here's some money for bullets at your local gun range. So, <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, well, with what's coming down the pike, that might be a worth a worthwhile investment. So. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, so get the wheelchair mounted mini gun. <laughs> yep that that's that's the plan. Just just got to call over my Vietnam vet buddies, and you know they'll they'll do it. They may be yeah. They may be getting up there, but they can still hook up. You know stuff. To be, so. Like to, to be fair, to be fair, Sean. Though, like uh, you you brought it. You brought up some old shit, but like at the same time, like she responded, like yo. I, I mean, know. I was like, <laughs> I did. I wasn't. I wasn't the biggest fan. Like when you were bringing up old Milo shit, but like, but at the same time, she did respond. Okay, I wanted she to did respond she had to say yeah. to that, and then so I knew she responded she... in a negative tone. And I'm like, uh, uh-uh, uh no, not on my fucking watch. The reason I brought it up is because that tweet sound scrolling down to find it is so just oh, obviously it, it, I can't see it because she blocked me. So <laughs> you know, yeah, I'll I'll find it. I'm I'm shocked. I she didn't block me. I, that was what shocked me. And then, I, and then I, so yeah, and then I wa- I watched. So then I had to I had to watch the crossfire thing. I was like, all right, well, you know. Maybe maybe I'll watch I'll watch this crossfire because cause Trent Trent gave it some good reviews and I'm like all right and I trust uh, you know the good friend I trust him with fucking anything so I'm like all right I watched it and and look the it was shit but but the the one thing that did the one thing that was legit was Mike Cernovich was on it and he's you know, I mean, he's he hit a home run. Uh, he hit a home run on it. I'm sorry. Uh, well, I mean, let's like. I like I, I'm money. sorry. Like, look, Lauren, Lauren Southern. I, I don't know what the fuck she's doing on there. Like, there, there's the the whatever the fuck she's trying to do. It's not working. I, 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 I don't know. And then she's begging people for money and shit. Like, well, you know, dude, just be just become a just become an OnlyFans girl, okay? Like everybody else. Like, yeah, everybody else is begging for money, okay? Well, well, no, um, well, to be fair, Phil, I don't think anyone knows what Lauren Southern has been doing for, like, the past five years, you know, for the past, like, you know, four years. Like, she was, 
she was relevant back in like 2016 during the election but after the election she kind of she went all she went all over the place like well what happened with her was in and we'll talk about the story in the headlines before people start asking that in the title of our video but what happened was that she she did a south africa documentary around 2016 which was pretty well done and was interesting and we did a video on it we liked it and then she made another documentary called borderless which was i didn't see it actually i because this is when the drama started happening but right when she released that documentary she announced oh i'm retiring and bye guys and like turned off her twitter pretty much turned off the internet didn't talk to anyone didn't do a press tour didn't do anything to sell her movie that she'd spent money on thousands of dollars to produce it was all really weird and then that's when milo's article dropped on the whole thing and basically exposed her for being a grifting thoughty fake like i i could go on and i'm gonna bring why that's relevant to the tweet but it really exposed her for what her reputation really had become in the movement but nobody was calling her out for and i i understand like when people don't like people bring up old stuff but the reason i brought it up even though it's like i think it's only a year since or yeah it's been like a year or two since that came out but the reason i brought up is because this tweet just was i mean the levels of like Pro, I don't even know. Which, I don't want to say projection, but fakeness, but like twisty manipulativeness. To it was ridiculous. She she sent out this tweet on December thirtieth, which is I think the day or two after her documentary came out, the new one, and she said grifters don't spend every donation they get and their own savings on creating a film they put out for free. And I'm like, okay, but here's the one that gets me: they don't risk their lives in south africa or turkey for footage i'm in the process of registering film fund nonprofit because that's how it operates anyways uh, no. risking your life i mean give me a break okay let's be fair though the one south africa you know i, I could see okay, there being thanks. some shit over there because that's yeah. that's a shithole country but With turkey <laughs> well see, they don't like thoughts in turkey so most of the time <laughs> You know, yeah, I mean, that's her yeah. going to the bar. You know, well, they don't have bars, like, you know, it's probably risking alcohol like withdrawal for that. And if she gets caught like seducing people, you know, the police advice and roots are going to come out and like chop off her clitoris or something. I mean, yeah. it's just so just disgusting that she's she's war she's saying how dangerous the places she went were and how dangerous of a life she's living. But she is perfectly fine, and this is why I called her out for, of putting Gavin and letting, and knowingly uh, letting Gavin McGinnis uh, be in danger with Antifa because they, they are highly suspected of, because of the filmmakers she had with her, that she knew were working with Hope Not Hate, and, which works with Antifa. She knew this, supposedly, allegedly, and... Oh, but they dox Gavin's location to them, and I'm like, you don't lecture me on safety and on oh, I'm so dangerous. You put, uh, you know, I don't I'm risking my life here, guys. It's like, it's it's just really like I was like, I was like, all right, 
let, let's say something. I didn't expect a reply. I didn't expect anything to happen. I expected maybe a block, you know, but I see a notification, Lauren Southern reply. I'm like, what? <laughs> okay, let's see. Uh, did you have something to say, Sam, before I dive into her replies? Well, uh, what, I, what I'll say uh, first off is I... I... I mean, Lauren Southern, I've never gotten the appeal. Like, even when she was big, I was like, okay, she's effective. But, you know, she she was effective, like, originally. But, like, now I, I just don't see her appeal. And also, you mentioned Hope Not Hate and Antifa. I do want to bring up Antifa, maybe not right now, but uh, I know that... Phil is going to have some stuff to say on Antifa because uh, I was in a I was on a friend's podcast for New Year's Eve and uh, I think you guys tuned in for that too and uh, our friend oh yes. was uh, kind of I it, we. He didn't bring up Antifa until the end, but I think he was kind of misled on uh, Antifa a bit. Wait, well, you yeah, because podcast or New Year's Eve. This was well. This was when he was doing on Twitch. Um, yeah, somebody that, that, that reminds me of a certain person who did that shit <laughs> that you guys know very well. Yeah. Wait, what? Not who specifically, but what specifically? No, you, the the guy you, you remember the certain person who like did the podcast on years after oh, they got yeah. kicked out of their like what was it father in law's house? Ah, and also who shall not be named? And also, that's why I'm slipping me, but I think I know what you're possibly thinking of. Anyway, back to the subject. <laughs> yeah people are listening to this like what are they talking about um but yeah i know what you mean sam because i even said some of the checks i couldn't talk at that time but i was like and see if it's a terrorist organization like i don't care how anti-fascist you are like the group is a terrorist organization and that's yeah. uh, their name is deliberately misleading but we'll have a discussion uh, with them well yeah we'll, we'll we'll dive into that one too Guaranteed. Yeah, but to continue with Lauren, she replied though. She goes, "Oh wow, really? Feel free to send me the proof for that." I remember being horrified by the accusations. Oh, she was really horrified, mm-hmm. begging for any someone's proof from those who made it, and receiving absolutely none. Do you believe everything you read? I was like, "Whoa." Okay, so th- this is apparently some big false uh, accusation. You know, it, it, it's it's fake. So why did you have to disappear? Why did you disappear? Why did you went went silent? And why do multiple people back this up? And nobody's come out to your defense. You know, it, it's very suspect. And then very sus. And she posts like this archive from an article she wrote on Medium. I guess debunking this, but you, you can piece through it. It's long and boring, but parts of it completely don't make sense. Like where she says Alex Jones said he wouldn't let Milo back on his show. Well, she never names him, which is so funny. But she says the person who made these accusations, the petty person. And it was so BS because Alex had him on the show like when the pandemic was starting. It's a total lie. So Phil replies, Oh, you mean how you. You tweet like you're an actual conservative. No, I don't believe everything I read. 
<laughs> I was like, all right, here we go. It's gonna be lit. And then Lauren, she she couldn't resist. Like she just she just had to go after us with our like, you know, how many falls do I have? Like 120, you have uh like forty eight uh, or something like that. Well, 148. We're we're like these like no like randos like in her replies. Yeah. And she goes, Ah, yes, this is all an elaborate scheme to create free dissident content to squints, expose BOM free. My leftist handlers take down NGOs for hope not hate, expose South African farmers for Antifa. What? You never mentioned exposing South African farmers for Antifa. Like I like let's be real. I think that the South Africa one was fine, but her that doesn't excuse her behavior of like literally fucking people to write her own stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know? And then she just goes Twitter silent after those accusations. Like right after her I think it I think it was the South Africa video she went like radio I, I think that was when she went radio No, silent. it was after the borderless one south after she did first and the big you know she talked about did interviews about it. it was a big deal we watched it everybody was talking about but when she came out for second one which was on the border crisis in europe it went dead silent like she disappeared she completely disappeared from public life online and offline wasn't that around the time that she had her kid yeah and that happened too <laughs> Which there's rumors about how that happened. Yeah, if you, I don't, I don't necessarily believe the rumors, but yeah, hey, so things don't surprise me anymore. Yeah, twelve pack in my uh, in my chat goes. Laura has a black baby, right? Since uh, no. you know, <laughs> no, since <laughs> you know. She was she was Mrs. 1488 for a while, not, I, I remember. It's, it's not a Mrs. Me, me, myself, and Irene thing, okay? We got, we, mm. now there is, you know, she has a normal baby, I guess. I guess. <laughs> According to the pictures, anyway. I don't know. But, well, well, I mean, kid has, the kid has her as a mom, so I'm not so sure if that's normal or no, not. No, there's, there's a little buffer time. There's a little buffer time to determine whether that baby's going to be normal or not. We're we all have our suspicions, and we're betting our money heavily on a certain direction. But you know, the jury's still out. Yeah, it's um, it's it's a very weird situation to put it mildly. It's probably gonna end up really fucked up, though. Yeah, <laughs> I I feel sorry for that child, honestly. But we still kept going at in the replies. Phil then said, I'm not saying you don't promote conservative-friendly content. I'm saying you're not an actual conservative. And that, that is the distinction that we were trying to make. That, that's what yeah. grifters do is they appeal to a certain audience. It doesn't mean that they actually are part of that audience or they believe what they say. They can appeal to it. That's the easy part. But actually being that is a whole other thing. Uh, and then he also said, by the way, whoever writes your stuff deserves praise. <laughs> Dude, that was the one that got me. I thought you were gonna initially say, "By the way, whoever writes your stuff deserves a blowjob or something." I've been like, "Whoa!" But <laughs> no, no even I, even I have limits. All right. Well, <laughs> Allegedly, they already received that, so it's not. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, allegedly they did, but that—that's what did you and got you blocked from her. I yeah. am still not blocked from her, even though I. 
I'm trying to find my last reply to her. Uh, and then I see Jeff's talk in your chat, so we'll reply to him. I said, deleting YouTube comments and blocking people like Ad Pluffy Phil on Twitter for basically calling you fake is a great way to prove them wrong. And I show the screenshot of her blocking you, and then she just, that was it. So that was our Twitter fight. The problem is, like, so the problem is, like, I think, you like, certain people, like, I reply in a certain fashion. Like, I know there's... There's, there's like some people they like to just, you know, do the Ben Shapiro rep type replies where you're just like, you know, stoic and you know to the point and you know, whatever. I, I like to add a little humor in my in in my tweets. You know, if yeah. I'm gonna name a, if I'm gonna give you a response, it's gonna be it's gonna be somewhat humorous. You know, and you know that's. that's I wanted to throw some bombs, and you wanted to throw some. Uh, package. I wanted to, th I wanted to throw some gasoline on the bombs. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 just I I don't know. yeah. Normally I don't care about some of these things, but I, sometimes I'm just like, why not? Let's reply. Let's see what happens because I do not like Lauren Southern anymore. Obviously, because I hate all these fake people like her. So yeah, it was fun. I mean, she, look, let's be real. She she she's semi fuckable and. She's got. There's a lot of like, like on the on the conservative scene. There's a whole lot of uh, incels, right? There's a whole oh, lot the, of incels. She knows her mm, book vagina. Style. Oh my god! <laughs> like now. No, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's like, mm. yeah, I, I know. Like Sam, you say you really don't understand her appeal. Like her appeal literally is that she's good looking, she's smart, well spoken. At least that's what we perceived, you know, everything from what you'd see on video. So people like that. I mean, let's be real. Hot girls are the best-selling thing on YouTube, the best-selling thing mm -hmm. in any movement, especially any movement of men, mostly. So Look at Tommy Lahren, right? Tommy Lahren is like... The, the, yeah. the, she hasn't said she hasn't said anything that's, that's original. She probably doesn't... She probably doesn't even... Uh, fucking talk, say her own shit, right? She probably says a whole bunch of shit that somebody else fucking wrote. But no, she's 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 semi fuckable, and people, you know, people watch that shit. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's, it's a very that, simple that's formula. The draw. That's the that's yeah. the draw. Like, let's be real. When we all first found Lauren, what was our first thought? It wasn't, wow, I wonder what she has to say. It was, oh, she's hot. Click. You know, I mean, that's how it works. My my first my first thought was, eh, she's okay, but Tommy is better. So <laughs> you see two videos, eh? Oh, Tommy. <laughs> yeah. It's. I, I mean, I'm like, and, and I mean, I, I mean, I I liked the appeal appeal of the first, the first couple of videos, just because what she had this there was there was a there was a spunkiness to her, but it was like you expect people to like, I, I don't know. I think you expect people to evolve in, in their, in what they do. Yeah. And it's like, there was really no evolution. You're just kind of saying the same old shit over and over again. And it's like, I, well, and she sells it. as evolving, but she sells it. Like, you know, guys, I was deep in the movement and, Man, it was radical. People were divisive. Yeah, you know she what was I mean. All talking, when she was, she was all talking about men, like how men are men are shit or something like that. She was like, "Oh, you mean Tommy?" She had some, 
yeah, yeah. she had yeah. some yeah. Uh, yeah she had something where she was like man hating or something like that like well uh, she was about she had a breakup and she was getting all you know yeah like, because one man's bad all men are trash she evolved in the same way that Hunter Avalon evolved, like fucking devolution right there. <laughs> oh, I have something to say about Hunter that's funny. Um, no, and I'm that... sorry. Okay, look, let, let's be real. Uh, most of the time, I'm I'm, I'm just going to come out here and say this. I, I know this is going to be very unpopular, but whatever. Um, if if a lot of if a lot of women if a lot of dudes get rid of you, okay, it's probably you. Okay, <laughs> probably you. Yeah, but like we're 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 we were always built on a culture of like, oh, women are never wrong. No, no, right. no. Like, uh, I'm like, no. I'm gonna call it like I see it. Okay, if 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 there's if you're bouncing around from relationship to relationship and no nothing's fucking working, guess what? It's you. Okay, yeah. it's you. Preach. Everybody, Preach. look, look. There's, there's millions of other people that are in happy relationships and dealing with shit and are living, living lives or whatever. And then there's you, right? Mm-hmm. You're bouncing around from relationship to relationship. I don't understand why, why you can't find true love. Uh, maybe it's your personality. Okay. I, I, I love that. I love, I love. Uh, my, my boy Alan here in the chat is, uh, hit, is throwing bombs tonight as. As per usual, because Alan is a fucking mercenary, but uh, Chad literally, but he says, uh, he says Tommy is a stuck up, yeah, I can't say that on YouTube, uh, yeah, then uh, oh, you can't say which, the no, the 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 uh, it 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 rhymes with bunt, you can't, I've said much worse. Okay. Well, well, C-bunt. We were, yeah. Wait, C-bunt. Which one was that band on YouTube? Yeah. I thought, you know, I see this isn't there. Twitch. You can, you we we can, can say a sim. You can definitely say cunt. Yeah. Look, yeah. I, I mean, look, we've, we're not we've said Twitch. a whole bunch of fucked up shit on okay. here. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Well, I, I see. I don't care about my channel, but I just wanted to make sure that you guys didn't get. We appreciate know. it, though. We appreciate it, Sammy. But, we appreciate, um, it, but we'd gladly get nuked so that we could yeah, like but, screenshot uh, it and be. Like, and 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 <laughs> just and just for the record, okay, just for the record, I promise you, in 2021, there will be a lot more nuking. I promise you. Oh yeah. I promise you, okay? You you think last week? You think last week was bad? Guess what? It's gonna it's gonna continue. That's a good point, though. Why is it in like the United States? You can call a person a dick all the time, but as soon as you call someone a cunt, that's like you know you said the n word. (laughs) Oh, cunt packs a wallop. Yeah, like why? Literally, the it's like the and yeah, in Britain they use it all the time. Well, yeah, like especially Australia, you know, that's their national word. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm I may be an exception to the rule, but I have called dozens of uh, confirmed women cunts in a derogatory way on Twitter, and I've not been banned yet. I've not been I've been blocked by a few people, but okay. I, I'm just not. I guess I'm just not like perpetual about it. I'll just be like, you know, you yeah. know if they say something rude and I respond, you know what? Well, fuck you, cunt. You know, yeah, that kind of thing. For me, and you, and you, you guys know my personality all too well um so does lauren now yeah yeah now so does lauren um it's not that it's not when i call somebody a cunt or a bitch it's it's 
afterwards. It's like, I, I'll say something smart ass after that. I'll be like, look, I meant that as a term of endearment. <laughs> and that's like, <laughs> it's like the word bitch. That, you know? It's that like, it's like, people it's off it's way good, worse. It's a good way, you know, the bonding yeah. way. Oh, yeah, no, that's see. See, I do no. the same thing. It's, it, it usually works, or, or I'm just delusional. And I well, just well, no, the, I'm just like, it's like <laughs> well well Lou well Louis CK's whole bit on on the word cunt is one of the most honest to god it's one of the funniest bits I've heard in comedy but it's because it's true and uh mm. you know basically about it's just one of those words that you have to say when you know like there's just it just puts that extra oomph you know like she's not a bitch she's a cunt so yeah I feel I feel the same about um, other words, you know. Uh, commonly, I guess, commonly known in the woke community is like f slur, for one. Faggot is one of my favorite words to say. Oh, I wanted to bring up that word. Okay. You know yeah. why? I, because I, I... and we'll we'll address you folks in Sam's checks. I know they're asking a lot of shit about everything, but um, our boy Hunter. Remember our boy Hunter? Mm-hmm. So apparently Jacob Wool co-hosted a podcast with him back in 2017. And I'd seen him say this before, but I saw it again. I completely forgot about it. He said, I had to fire him after a few episodes because he wouldn't stop using trashy profanities like the word you were talking about, Apex, despite repeatedly uh, repeat warnings from me. And Jacob says now he does TikTok videos with hashtag LGBT rainbow flag in the description. Talks about how he voted for Joe Biden. <laughs> it's like wow, oh. a total, not even a one eight. That's like a three, like a seven twenty. You know. So when Jacob Wall kicks you off of his podcast or <laughs> profanity, you know you fucked up. So, so, yes. so, Hun- so Hunter Avalon basically pulled an Owen Benjamin where he, uh, where he, he went too much for our circles. I mean, <laughs> that's well, like, dude. Well, where, he, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, Hunter, I was, uh, go ahead, man. Go ahead. I was just going to say Hunter Avalon and Kyle Kushev both. I, I saw that you're, uh, I saw your tweet, Phil, by the way, about, about Kyle, too, and I, I 100% agree with that. Like, Kyle is an obvious... I mean, so is... So is David Hogg. They're both horrible... They're both horrible grifters. Um, they're both pawns, too. Like, I think yeah. it's really yeah. tragic that's happening. Cause you're seeing it happen with, actually, of all people that I would think it wouldn't happen with is Nick Sandman. You're seeing these... The establishment, essentially pick these people up and not just use them as pawns, but they, they warp them. They twist them. They take people like Sandman, who should be like the hardest red pilled, like strong anti-establishment, like guy of, of our age group. And he's campaigning for Mitch McConnell. He's speaking at the RNC. He's doing all these other things. And it's only going to get worse. But he's somebody that, let's let's remember, let's wind the clocks back not too long ago. Not only was he smeared by the left-wing media, he was smeared by the right-wing media. The yeah. people that smeared him are now, he bought him. They, they bought him. He's working for them. He's working for the people that smeared him. I mean, 
does he not get this? Does he not care? No, I don't think he's a dumb I guy. Think it's like I a, think it's just money. I think it's I just think it's abuse. Opportunity. I think there's an yeah. abuse syndrome there. I think there's an abuse syndrome there. Like, well, like, what yeah. Did, the, the, what, did not, well, what did Sandman do this time? What did he actually do? That's he yeah, was a grinning kid. Remember? Yeah. What did he do? What he's doing now is he's working for establishment people like Mitch McConnell. I I think what Alex I think what Alex is asking though is has he done anything like recent since that. Since, oh. which to my knowledge no i mean they, well, they're just he was like his thing what like the, the his Linwood thing that got thing. my attention was the tweet where he was questioning uh he was questioning lynn wood now now to now all of us can say hey maybe maybe lynn wood's tweets sound a little off or whatever but for nick sandman given that this Glenn Wood is the guy who went to bat for against these big fucking media corporations on your behalf and stuck up for you when everybody else fucking breathed fire down his fucking back. You might want to like keep your mouth shut, you know, just saying. Well, now Glenn Wood is saying that Epstein is alive. Uh, yeah, like, there's so, some weird stuff with Linwood, and I've heard that maybe he wasn't yeah. as involved with the lawsuit, actually. But he did stick up for the kid on TV. Like, you know, whatever uh, that may be. And it's like, why are you punching right on this? It just doesn't make sense. And he's also been tweeting out stuff recently where he, I think, I, I could be wrong, I need to double-check this, but I think he basically said, like, early on, like guys the election was not stolen like we should accept joe biden like something kind of along those lines like i'd have to check it but yeah i mean you're getting the feeling he's more establishment than trump america first he's trying he's trying i think it's it's i think it's uh i think it i think it's a, a like abuse victim mentality right yeah, the, the the dad abuses the child, but then the child still is like, "I'll make you love me, daddy. I'll make you <laughs> like a like a, like a Stockholm you... syndrome." Yeah, kind of like Stockholm was... syndrome kind of thing. Yeah, I'll earn your respect one day. Like, it's not just... realizing that the dude is a drunken piece of shit who's never gonna fucking re- who doesn't recognize anything anyway. Like, I just yeah, like the well, establishment think... doesn't give a shit. They don't give a shit even 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 if they. Even if they cup his balls one day, they're going to fucking ditch him the next. Like, it's, yes, it's going to be quick. It's going to be yeah. quick. That's what I think is going to happen. I think I don't want to throw him to the curb and saying like he's useless. He's worthless because oh. I see some like he's young, a lot of time left. And I think personally, he's going to have a moment where he's going to see what's really like. And it might might wake him up. It might make him come home to. I say daddy, but that'd be a little too on the nose. I don't, I don't come so, home man. to I the think... MAGA crew again and like be strong. And well, his problem, yeah. the, the tweet that he had was, was where, uh, where I think he was, somebody was questioning his loyalty. And then he said, he tweeted something like, well, no, the truth, the truth matters more than loyalty. I'm like, oh, dude. dude. Cringe. I don't know, buddy. I don't know, buddy. Cringe. Even if that's technically true, like let's. I just mean, the truth is important. Yeah, no, yes. don't get me wrong. Truth is important. No, 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 wait, wait. But no, I'll no, lie. No, no. I will it, lie for it, a friend. That is, 
I would say no, that is true though. Like the the truth is more important than than loyalty. I guess that uh, depending on how far you break it down. No, when we're talking national scale, any one of you, I will lie. Look, the, the truth does matter, but in times of need or in times where uh where I want somebody to have my back or I'm the time is right for me to have okay. somebody yeah. else's back. Yeah. I will, I will lie like that, a motherfucker. Yeah. For, I will yeah. lie like a motherfucker for any one of you to get you out of yeah. some shit. Right. Yeah. I don't that's care. A, that's I don't care. Advocate angle. I'm, I can't play because I'm right there. I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you on that one. That, that makes fucking sense. Like, you know, loyalty matters above all else. Like, you know, truth matters more than loyalty. If the truth matters more than loyalty, like let's say you're fucking, you know, the the girl in the attic, you know, uh, fuck, what's her name? The girl in the attic. Yeah, the one with the <laughs> I was gonna say Helen Keller. I gotta get mixed up all the time. Truth matter more than loyalty at that point, or you can be loyal to your friends and family. Well, and the other thing too is like, okay, look, let's say he has an issue with that tweet. Don't blast him publicly. Yeah. DM him. You probably, he probably has his number on freaking, you know, the, uh, he's probably got his him pinned on the top of his iMessage app. Just hit him up that way. Don't make this spat publicly. Like, that. that's the problem I have. And I know, look, there's sometimes you need to call people out publicly, and there's sometimes you don't. This is one of those times you just don't. Just don't, don't, don't. And it's... I don't know. It's just, it's frustrating. But I saw Jeff actually ask in the chat what we... Um, I'll be there in a second. Uh, well, Jeff asked in the chat about what we think of uh, Poopy Bennett. Do you guys have a story about that? With the guns. Yes, the Ken State gun girl. Um, so there's a picture of her where um, I think it's from. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. No, I don't, but I have a fucking surmise where it's going. One of those people that, you know, shit on, like, they got too drunk and they shit themselves. Like, that's... Mm -hmm. let's and here's a picture of it. Oh, no. What was that? Poor shame. I couldn't hear you, Alex. What was that? There's a feet folder now? I, I just saw it. <laughs> I said there's a, there's a photo of it that... She really obviously doesn't like for obvious reasons, but gets circulated around. People bring it up every time, like she's at some campus. Uh, but to address Jeff's question on that, like what we think of her, I personally think she's she had like this 15 minutes of fame, and boy, did she like use it to her advantage. I, I think her videos are cringy. She brings up stupid points and stupid arguments, but... I hope she means well. I personally don't think so, but I don't uh, like I her. actually have, I do not I have like something, her. I have something I want to kind of tag on that because I was sitting in the VC here for a good 10 minutes or so just on mute listening to you guys because I didn't have much to say because I didn't I, I wasn't privy to the Lauren Southern thread, but I was uh, something was said that I wanted to comment on that applies here. Expect that girl to pop back up on the internet uh, in a few years in some sort of relevance, in some sort of similar capacity to what she was in the first place. She'll, oh, she does keep popping up. Like when she was at Ohio State, that was trending on Twitter for a while where all these people were swarming her and her bodyguards had to basically like get like pick her up and get her out of the crowd. It was so bad. 
I remember we were talking about well, that at Turning Point meeting. Like, she keeps getting in there. Like, and her channel has quite a few subs. I will give her credit. She she is not afraid. I mean, she goes yeah. out there and she is pretty fearless. But I think she brings up stupid points and is really I bad guess, at arguing and makes her, people I guess look a, bad. It's a little different situation from what I was actually trying to describe with Lauren Southern and Sam was asking like what the appeal is now. It's some weird internet memory hole that happens. I've seen it happen dozens of times with people, whether we're talking about Monday Matt, Matt Jarbo, uh, or or the Ethan Ralphs, that, that end of the spectrum, or the Lauren Southerns, these conservative grifters or the lefty grifters that shift back and forth. Like, they they embarrass themselves on the internet. They disappear for X amount of time, and then they reemerge, and they make money. And they become prominent Happy again, and people yeah. listen to them what do you somehow. And and you get shamed as someone even brought up. Really, oh, like don't you know? Don't bring up old shit. Like something? it's bad to bring up old mistakes people have made because they don't matter because it's the internet or something. It's some weird fucking psychology of of you know the e celeb, uh, and it happens perpetually on all ends of the spectrum that I've witnessed in all the years I've you know been yeah. watching people on the internet. Well, I think it's it depends a, what it is. Phenomenal. You know, if it's a stupid yeah. tweet or an edgy tweet, I think anybody that brings that up and thinks it's a got you is it's in, mo in most cases it's very silly. But if it's like you've done really dirty stuff, you've done horrible stuff, you've treated people terribly, no, bring that up because that's that's a reflection of character. That's a reflection of who you are. You those oh. things mostly don't change. If you do change, great. I hope you do. And there's and that a, kind of brings me back to that thing about her shitting her pants. Like, you know, there's a lot of legitimate things you can get her for, but I feel like that's a fucking low blow. Like, there's a lot of college girls who have done similar shit, and I've seen it on Snap on Penn State Snapchat. Oh I, yeah, I've seen it back when fucking Yik Yak was still around. Like, it she was not the only person that shit herself after getting drunk. Like let's no. be real. I think plenty of, plenty of dudes have done it too. <laughs> well, but but hold hold on. I I thought she I thought she sure I thought she uh shit herself in protest of like having to like get kicked off campus or something. <laughs> no, you're thinking of Charlie Kirk. <laughs> Do you remember that? Do you remember the uh the uh, turning point safe space like where they were in? They were in a literal diapers. Oh yeah, Do you remember that? Yeah, I, I yeah, I, re I remember that. But I don't think that way. Like that criticism about uh, you know the the gun girl is you know valid. That was an embarrassing moment, and you know it's it's sad, but you know shit happens. It's not like something on her character. Her now, there's stuff about her character you can absolutely attack her for, mm -hmm. but I think that's just a fucking low blow. Yeah, it is, but it's something that, yeah. and I'm not saying I think you know people should keep bringing this up. I'm not saying that, but the reason people do is because one of those things you can easily mock somebody for, and I I don't want to say like anybody's being too smart with like how they attack or anything but it's it's one of those things that it's like it's an embarrassing thing so it's it's like easy for mocking the but the thing it, it's it, it's um, embarrassing but it happened and that's that's one of the things about the internet man like you know 
you gotta people have to own that shit and if you you know Mm -hmm. that's why i feel like honesty is the key you can't lie for people you can't you know i mean if you know in a personal situation if uh someone is you know there's an injustice i I just think honesty is the key nine times out of ten even when you're talking about close friends especially when you're talking to close friends you need to be fucking honest with them and not lie to their face and just tell them what they want to hear um you know so it's hard to you know stretch that out over you know from real life to the internet you know what i mean because they're very different let's be real it's hard to get it's hard to get the truth from point A to point B when everyone around us is a fucking liar, basically. Yeah, yeah. right. Like, yeah, yeah. like, everyone out there is trying to bullshit you. Like, right, yeah. For and it's sure. like, look, we're just like, look, we're we're trying to, you know, like, look, look at what we do. Like, look at what we do with our shows or whatever. We're just we're, trying to be that fucking. We're literally that meme of fucking Charlie from Sunny with all the fucking, uh, you know, threads in the room, or you know the. Um, you and know, I feel like uh, that conspiracy threads. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. to that point, as our friend, uh, well, Apex at least our friend, Semper Reloaded brings up, um, that's why none of us have reached past the uh, the seven hundred sub mark. Yeah, and we won't. But that's whatever. Whatever. Keep yeah. it up eventually you know i mean look i no, i i don't i just don't i don't think that the i think i don't think that the youtube algorithms will 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 let us and and that's and that's fine look I, that's not my purpose like that's not our purpose why like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna sacrifice content to you know to get a couple more subscribers i don't give a shit like oh it's just like i'm we're here to have fun and we're here to share shit with people and you know, and that's it. I mean, it's not like, and and if we get subscribers, welcome and thank you. But I mean, whatever. I mean, if if it doesn't happen, do, I'm not going to pout about it. Like I'm, uh, yeah. Where I'm, I do we're, have we're to say, I do have to say, I find it really interesting that of the the two plus years uh, that I was making clips of Owen Benjamin of him saying egregious shit just reclipping that or me doing commentary over him saying egregious shit and me also saying egregious shit i got some strikes over the the years but i i spread them out when my channel got deleted i posted two uh no i'm sorry three separate clips uh of trump rallies that i was watching live that, that I, he said something i rewound my fucking thing and i screen recorded just like i did on benjamin clips yeah drink again um and <laughs> Take a within, within within a week within a week uh maybe two weeks of posting these trump clips with no context just they were just straight up rips i got uh you know the three simultaneous strikes on uh one of them was one of the trump clips uh, the other two were just random owen clips all at the same time so it was like i got away with it for years owen you know saying the n-word and talking about burying people under fence posts and um you know the, the you know the best way to get the best way to get away with people that hate you uh you're getting you know get away with hiding people that hate you uh you know stuff like that and you know a couple of trump clips and fucking 12 years of youtube channel gone so yeah i mean it, it i found that kind of strange <laughs> Uh, you know, to the point that we were speaking 
about. Sean, you need to add a counter so, on the OBS. See that guy. <laughs> the Owen Benjamin system. Oh, man, I do another one now. <laughs> well, you said OBS, so that'd be the acronym just worked perfectly for that but no, no like, <laughs> dude i mean i we, we we've joked about and chat you tell us if you agree but it's every episode i mean we we mentioned a lot of names but every episode the 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 voldemort name comes up he who shall not be named comes up and i think at this point we need to start a counter so that we have our own benjamin drinking game every time you hear the name drop like a literal count yeah this bing, you know, yeah. you give it a sound too. Every time you say, like, we need like, a soundboard where like, we make like a bear roar or something, you know, <laughs> or, or no, just the sound of like a playhouse when it'd be like the special word of the day. <laughs> the bear who shall not be named. That's what we'll just no, no, who shall not be named. no, 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 I think I, 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 I think we should do the sound of him crying or breaking down. <laughs> I think we should. We I think we should do the sound of him crying on stream. Wait, 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 wait. No, have happen? you guys ever? Have you guys ever seen him trying to open the beer <laughs> bottle? Um, sitting outside, he he eventually smashes it against his uh his his wood stove. You know, because it's like a it's it's a pop. You know, he needs a fucking bottle opener, and he's trying to twist it off, and he can't get it. He smashes it against the fucking stove, and he's like, "Oh shit! I thought that would work." Wait, so how did you guys get involved with this individual? Not the oh. story yet. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, Sam's story is totally different from mine, but he was just one of the oh. random randos that I came across on YouTube. Alec, uh, he played he played piano and looked at memes uh, uh, and talked. He seemed pretty you know, cool at the time. He's talking fairly, fairly red-pilled about Hollywood, you know, about the, you know, the shit that went on there. And not too graphic, but he definitely didn't say anything negative about the, uh, uh, the small hats. As the Jawas. Yeah, the Jawas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, nothing derogatory. Actually, you know, he went the other direction there. But th that didn't matter. He was just somebody, you know, entertaining while I fucking mm -hmm. chopped wood or... Uh, Watch the kids' soccer game or whatever, you know, whatever it would be doing. That's at the time. terrifying in, in hindsight. What are you, Kandowski? <laughs> Say what? You're watching kids' soccer games. No, no, it's just, I'm saying, like, I would listen to random shit while I would do those, those things. No, no, no. I would be listening to random podcasts while I would be chopping wood or watching one of my fucking kids' soccer games or something. Not anymore. I have stepkids and I don't have them anymore. No. I have no biological children. Soccer games. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the point though is, yeah, it was many years ago, and I, I watched him. I watched him open the uh, the infamous gummy dicks on stream, uh, and then also watched him dox a couple of individuals and, and accuse them of poisoning those gummies. Which is how with no. Which is how I got tied how, in, and with which is how Sam uh, and his whole group got tied in. Oh my god! And that, so yeah, there's a. I mean. There's a the, the, Owen is a perfect example of kind of what I was saying earlier about the internet's memory hole, uh, and it uh, he, he comes up all the time a because you you oh, fucking idiots keep putting me on the show, uh, but b <laughs> Sam is also you know you know pretty intimately tied 
Into in his the, internet okay. career. Yeah, it's, it, it works. It works, you know, in the English language in that sentence, I'm pretty sure. I, I'm close to tied to, uh, <laughs> but, um, I wanted the point. No, he's a, he's a perfect example of the memory hole though. And like, I have a close tie to it. I've seen it happen repeatedly with Owen and it happens on a bigger scale with more people on it's it's there's some weird thing that's going on with the internet and the way people interact with it and they their inability to uh like accept what's right in front of them it's not like you know you can learn a lot of things from the internet but you can refuse to learn even more from the internet somehow seems to be my observation from both my interactions with it and my interactions with people um who interact with it it's very weird it's not internet, uh, man. That's been getting pussified for the last like ten years. Yeah, it's gotten yeah. really cucked recently. Like the ever yeah, since normali normalized mm -hmm. cyberbullying again, man. Dude, look at the Xbox. <laughs> look, you know, Xbox the, Live. The biggest, like, probably the biggest pussies out there grew up on Xbox Live chat. How does that happen? Yeah, I was watching a video I sent to you because I know you obviously were playing on Xbox. I didn't have one, but I was. I know you've told me about how profane it was, and I was watching a video by the Act Man of screenshots of recordings of everything that would go on on Xbox Live. And you think what you see on 4chan is out there is like edgy, is whatever you want to call profane. You haven't heard these Xbox Live voicemails about people threatening to like come to their home and do, do awful things. I won't even say because it's like yeah, you're yeah, here yeah. to really experience like what these creative insights and threats it. are. I, I lived, I lived that life, bro. I sent a couple of those messages, maybe, perhaps. <laughs> you can't prove it. You know, like the tale of two. You can't prove the best of times was the best of times. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I learned much. I learned much, as as many uh, young people did back then. Well, the crazy thing is that wasn't that long ago. Like, it no, feels it like decades, but it was like less than 10 years ago. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was like, yeah, exactly. Like 2013, man, you could still find people like that. And that was back then, too, before they had like screen capture. That's when they had yeah. Leafy on YouTube, too. Uh, was he around 2013? I mean, yeah, I think he was. Minecraft shit, but it wasn't, he didn't really get popular until like. 2016, I think, 2017. It was a, it was so still in that like time kids. period from like 20, I guess like 20. I'm rallying up but like 2010 to 2016. That was like peak internet, you know. I don't know, man. I think it really peaked before then, dude. Like, oh uh, yeah, peak internet was way before LimeWire, that. Man, back when that yeah. shit was around, dude. That I never even fucking used LimeWire, but it was you know one of the fucking best things out there. I. I would say peak peak internet was pre-smartphone. <clears throat> yeah, I agree. Like back yeah. then, you know, you could go and find anything on this fucking shady ass website. It was it was the literal wild wild fucking west, man. You know, yeah, the website, the regular websites, like you didn't have Facebook and shit. You might have a it might maybe you had like a MySpace, but like even that was pretty badass. You can figure that shit. <laughs> yeah, MySpace was dope, dude. MySpace was dope. I'm sorry. 
that came later though with the smartphones because i i actually i know you talked about this a lot alex but even uh nick fuentes was mentioning this yik yak i love that shit that was like, <laughs> i wish that was... i had paid attention to that dude that was like honestly i mean you can do a fucking video on that because that app itself it was like a local area 4chan because there was pretty much <laughs> Like, and you would see all sorts of funny shit. I remember I first learned about it. I was in the student government at Penn State. <laughs> it was one of those branch campuses. And they're like, oh, yeah, this Yik Yak app, it's terrible. People are talking about that. And, and that's when you went download. <laughs> it was fucking great. Like, I remember, like, the first year I had it, like, someone made a death, like, someone made, like, a, like a shooter threat at Penn State. <laughs> they got busted. And then, like, when I was there, like, on the main campus, because I had it at Penn State York, and it wasn't that you know, it was just a lot smaller place, and then you go up to main campus, and there was like so much shit going on. There was a fucking foot dude. Like, essentially, <laughs> they let you post pictures in there, and you just take pictures of these girls' feet. It started going downhill, and they required you to use a username, and then they removed that for like I think six months, and then that was kind of good again. But you know, it was the most interesting app and i wish that we could have that sort of stuff again but because of you know the postification of the internet and society in general they wouldn't allow it like people would say sexist shit racist shit fat phobic transfer <laughs> like every sort of just fucked up thing it, it was literally like fortune you'd find people i remember i was in this um, you know student government summit at like i think it was penn state out to it wasn't out tuna it was like the one year philly which one it was and mm. uh, you you know that or show. abington i think, yeah, it was abington. Yeah, I think it, was, it was one that amelia Earhart went. i remember that because there was some like they had tried to have some diversity bullshit i just stood up in that meeting i walked out <laughs> and this gay guy kept yelling at me for smoking cigarettes and i was like okay buddy i thought you'd understand putting a you know stick in your mouth but okay <laughs> oh God. That, i don't like i don't like how uh well like we that was one of the things I didn't like about the 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 podcast the the podcast that like Sam did with G eight the the other day on Twitch. Um, he he's here. He's I think I think Jeff. He's in the chat. I think Jeff. Yeah. So area yeah. area grievances, Phil. This is this is exactly what I want. So. <laughs> here's what here's what here's what I'm thinking. Well, one of one of one of the things I didn't like was he. He was say he he was giving uh, he was giving he was kind of okay with the idea of sent like of them censor like that like Twitter censoring people or whatever and uh and I I just I have a problem that like one he called it as he he called Twitter a public company which or he private called them a private a private business and that's that's inaccurate they're not a if, if they were a private business i wouldn't have a problem with that they're a publicly traded company they get government subsidies they get government tax yeah. breaks like they they are they yeah. and and they operate in a government function they have government there's government individuals that have government accounts that you pass out government information on these platforms they're that's not i mean for for me um that's um that's not i think i think if if you hold that kind of um if you hold that kind of role then you should be you should fall under the same constitutional guidelines 
as most other organizations have to like uh and i i mean i we i mean that's an apex yeah well i mean i'm sure he'll pop back on um no yeah. but that that kind of that kind of bugged me and then it was like well if it and if you have a problem with that then you're you're not really then then you are more with the fascists than you are with actual conservatives and i'm like well that's not true either like being a fascist it's like being a fascist which which i think let i mean i mean i think i have a problem with them labeling fascists as only right wing. I always felt like left wingers can be fascists too. Oh yeah. Like when you're trying to are when you're trying to, to fascism, are we referring to the same thing as fascism? You know, because that, that's one of the biggest things is people define the term. Right. Then this is one of those things that, that these are this is another one of many, 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 many terms that the left manipulates into multiple definitions to be able to, you know to manip- manipulate to try to manipulate the narrative into whatever they want the, the but but also the but the problem is like oh so we like like what we do and what a, and what a lot of and what a lot of conservatives are doing is not fascism you're we're protected we're trying to protect the right the constitutional rights of pe- people even if we don't like them we're trying to protect the constitutional rights of people even we don't like with fascism it's like you either bend to my will or we're going to make you pay mm-hmm. like it's not like it there, there there's there's a whole world of difference um that was one of the main gripes that was one of the main gripes i had about the uh podcast i'm sure i'm pretty sure i'll have, there'll be a couple of other there'll be a couple of other gripes that i think of along the lines but yeah well yeah well, I, I will say, like, because we are planning to do one with um, this guy, because, I mean, yeah. he does seem like a smart guy, and I've no, and there, there's a few many times, things. he's really nice. And, uh, no, he's a nice, like, I'll say this, nice guy, he's we'll a, listen, we'll listen to the we'll have a conversation with, he's, and yep. there's stuff that I do agree with him. Yeah. There's stuff well, I do agree with him on. Well, there's, also, there's other stuff, yeah. And I will also say this, big positive for Jeff Hamill. He introduced me to you guys, mm-hmm. so you know that in and of itself is a big thing. So, and there's but there's just certain things that we disagree with on, and we're just gonna have to disagree with. Oh yeah, uh, for sure. We're probably we're never gonna. I don't think we're ever gonna really meet in the middle on some things. Um, uh, one of them was when I when I joked around and said that Kami should be executed. I I wasn't kidding. They should be executed. No, no. Um, Execute the, for the sixty six. No, I I don't. I, no, and and for okay. So I so I, we'll start. I also think I'll I'll, 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 unra- I'll unpack that one here. Um. Uh. First off, like with the death penalty, right? I think that I I support the death penalty unless uh you have a prison like Russia has Black Dolphin prison. Like if you have a prison like Black, Black Dolphin, Dolphin, yes, Ooh. yes, Ooh. And, and if you don't know, and if you <laughs> don't know Black Dolphin prison, Google uh, YouTube it. I'm telling you, it will change your life, right? But if we, if you have a prison like that, I'm more than willing to give up the death penalty. 
more than willing. But until then, uh, yeah, I'm 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 100 for the death penalty. But anyway, like with communism, okay. So with our country, we have freedoms, right? We have a constitution. We have freedoms, right? And one of those freedoms is if you don't like what we do here, you have the freedom to get the fuck out and move wherever the fuck you want to go, right? Not going to keep you, not going to keep you here, not going to, you know, won't imprison you for anything, like for believing in something else. But, yo, if you're going to be a communist, that's a different story, right? Because because we are we are a capitalist, we're, we're, we're a capitalist country. Well, we're see, not a socialist country. I don't like the term capitalist because that was invented by yeah. the communists to describe free market economies. So yeah, and 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 let me correct myself. We're like now now that now that I said that we we are definitely not a capitalist country. Um, after this, after these last few, what these last few months have shown us is we are not a capitalist country at all. Like we're, we're like some form mixed economy where we do have some forms. Of social, like you know, we have fucking direct payments with that coronavirus. We have regulations, but we, we have say, most. We have a free market, basically, with regulation. Pretty much, we could have. Yeah, we could have. We we could label ourselves social capitalist, or um, we could label ourselves. There's some. There's plenty of labels that we can name ourselves. But now, now in January of 2021, I'm like, dude, we're 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 probably a corporate socialism we're, we're corporate socialism yeah. like i look at the bill i look at that fucking man i look at the i look at that bill i look at that bill that gave us that very generous 600 fucking dollars and yeah, i'm not mine yet yeah like and and i'm like how much money did these fuckers these fucking corporations get holy shit the whole bill was like a trillion dollars the bill was a trillion dollars about, and the, then and so many assholes got a whopping six hundred bucks. The, like the shit, the shit that we, they ran through there too is unbelievable as well. I don't think we. I think what should have happened was instead of just giving it to people, just give it to people who are unemployed or are underemployed. You know, people like me who make who have been making the same money I made beforehand. We don't fucking need it. I'm you kind know, of. And 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 look, I'm I'm a fan of, I was a fan of payroll per, the payroll protection. Like yeah, like giving Pete like using some of that money to keep people hired. Like try to give some somebody like a, you know you you know the incentive to keep people on board. Whereas you know they're still employed, they're still getting some sort of compensation or whatever. Like something something along the lines of 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 that type of shit, right? Um, instead of just handing it, it, it like, and this pisses me off. This is part what pisses pisses me off about the fucking GOP too. Like, and some of these bail with some of these bailouts and all that shit, they were just giving, they were just giving corporations money. Like, oh, here, here's here, here's here's they money. Don't do that to us. No, and, and even the last the last bill, like the the Heroes Act, I think it was called. I, I I'm still there. There's so much bullshit. I'm 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 lo- I'm losing names for everything. I um I will. yeah like they, with the Heroes Act, right? They they gave them money. They gave them money, and it was like, oh, if you keep your employees, it can be a get. Uh, it, it'll be a grant where you don't have to pay it back. If you don't, 
then it's then you'll have to pay it back. But so a lot of these businesses just declared, kept the money, spent it, then declared bankruptcy mm-hmm. and fuck it. Yeah, you know, like, yep. It's not, and like, that's where I think Jeff and us will definitely agree because I saw his comment in the chat where he said something along the lines of like "fuck race." It's about class, and that's what we've been saying. Yeah, and from then, yeah, a long time that it there is no, there should be no. What was that? Who's this Jeff guy? Uh, Jeff Hamill. He's our pal from Penn State. He yeah. was. Uh, he helped Sam Richards uh, with his class. I th- I forget what his title was. I sorry if I don't remember. I think it was, I don't think it was it teacher assistant a TA. Yeah. Well, he he, he was. Like I mean, I, he did it. He did it. He did quite a bit for that class. He did a lot. Uh, yeah. uh, that's I, why I say he he like helps him like run it live stream yeah. and do all these things. Like he he's yeah. his right hand man pretty much for that class. Yeah. And you know. Uh, what, what what I totally agree on, and this is something we were saying, especially during the Black Lives Matter riots, is that there's all this talk about race. People are trying to divide people by race, but really, what's been happening, and is only going to get worse. And we're going to, and we've been seeing the shifts, especially with the populism rising in this country since '16, is that it is a class division. It's mm-hmm. all about class. It is the people versus the elite. Some call it rich versus poor. It really is the people, the people that want to help this country, people that want to make this country great versus the people that want to keep their power money for themselves. That's that's the struggle. And I mean, look, we disagree with the Bernie Bros on a lot of things. We disagree with the Yang Gangers on a lot of things. But at the end of the day, maybe we have different solutions, but we agree on the problem. We are directionally going for the right you know, place, but we have different ways of going there. That makes sense. One of the problems, one of, one of the problems that I have, um, and and one of the reasons why I think I, I, I don't know if we'll ever meet in the middle on it, on, on on a lot of this stuff is the terminology is that the definitions of a lot of the terminology is different. Like with, for for what, 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 Fascism, what the nationalism, left, racism, what the left defi- racism, what, yeah. what the left defines as racism and what the right defines as racism are two very different things, right? Yeah. And 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 as long as they, as long as the two sides remain, and, and I I refuse, like I refuse to believe the left's definition of racism, where it's like a privilege plus power thing. Yeah, it's I'm sorry, I don't believe it. I don't believe in that. I think I think anybody, I think any race, any race can be racist, right? think any anybody anybody can anybody can be racist like if you if you if you hold a particular uh if you hold a one uh pigmentation skin pigmentation as as in a greater caste system than the other you're a racist i don't give a shit what color Mm-hmm. is on the top uh, you think is on the top or the bottom you're racist right well, and if you and, have a brain and i don't mean like in the smart way but if you're a human with a brain you're gonna have biases you're gonna have prejudices yeah yeah and that's where it comes from yeah uh lair rapshaw in the chat brings up a good point as well we're being divided by generation as well that's yes i mean boomers versus zoomers baby yeah. i mean that i mean that's true Lair, but that that's kind of how it's always been though too if you think about it yes. like like the baby boomers versus their greatest generation you know parents yeah. and so i mean that i yeah you're right but that's also kind of how it's always how it's kind of always been i guess um and then and then 
The Olives says, uh, I can't imagine what it's like to be born without a phone, be born with a phone and internet in your app. And that's very true because, like, I was born in the mid-90s, so the internet was around, but it wasn't what it is today. Like, when I was a kid, the internet was still in its inf infancy. When I was a kid, my dad had dial-up internet. I remember yeah. that little box that would sit on top of his tower. I remember getting rid of it and seeing Windows 98 and then Windows 2000 and Windows XP, which nobody probably even our age even knows what that means. I, I, mean, I, I mean, I do. I, I meant, yeah, sorry, I meant people like younger, like the, um, yeah. was it the alpha generation? That's the next generation after zoomers you know they, they don't even know what that is but well, um well what, what's funny is like is now in high school like i have a i have a neighbor who's in, who's like in high school and he goes to me the the other day he um he goes yeah we watched we watched the uh the steve jobs iphone presentation mm. in history class and i'm like Kid, I, I remember watching the keynote while it was live when I was in middle school. Wow. Like, like I don't remember it too. I remember when the iPhone first came out very, like, very um, vaguely because I was younger at that time. I was born in 97. But, yeah, that's crazy. And another crazy thing, too, which was the title of this video and kind of connects back to the divisions that we're bringing up and the how people are being broken down another thing that's really interesting to see right now that i think is going to become a trend and a discussion amongst and the debate in the right specifically is about cops because there was a protest happening i forget where specifically and <clears throat> there were proud boys there and they came waving a thin blue line flag the black american flag with the blue line the mm -hmm. pro-police flag pretty much it ended with them stomping on it Good. and calling the cops pretty much i think the word was traitor but maybe like oak breaker or something like that because the cops and i don't know the full details but this that really to be honest doesn't matter what matters here is the perception that the cops were rounding up proud boys and doing nothing to Antifa. And I think what's going to become a interesting debate that the right is going to have to have over the next year, pretty much, is do we back the blue when the blue doesn't back us? Because that's what's, that's how these people are perceiving it. I personally think cops should be, like you were saying earlier, Alex, 100% neutral. The laws apply equally to everyone. But when you have these instances, and I'm not saying this is all cops, but... When in you have city. now, in a time where we used to have a lot of good cops, but now a lot of them have left, and there's articles about this, this isn't a conspiracy, but a lot of cops, good cops have left and said, well, screw well, this because of the defund the police talk, the hatred towards cops, cops getting assassinated. We're having a lot of good cops leaving, a lot of bad cops are, gonna, are inevitably going to fill those shoes because no you know, good person, decent person is going to be like, yeah, I'm going to sign for the job where I have a target on my back. Um, well, you're going to get a police system that's not going to look the same anymore. And now you're going to get this debate going on and 
I personally think the the it's going to be really messy going forward with how the right views cops. Well, I mean, there's a, there's a lot there's a broad there's a there's broad issues to that too. It's like if you if you're a cop in a if you're a cop in a city, you're you're stuck in between a rock and a hard place. And it's it's not that it's not so much that they're they're going they're 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 backing one thing and not backing the other. It's what do you what do you what do you do when you're basically being handcuffed by the mayor? Like look at look at New York, right? New the NYPD are some of the best cops in the world, right? You have they're great. They have some great cops on that force, right? What happens? You got a mayor that's handcuffing you at every turn. You have you have a attorney that you have a attorney general that does not apply the law equally, that does not prosecute equally. You have um and you have politicians over there that are looking to cut your budget, right? And are looking for every chance that they can to give you your budget. You are literal you are in a hard place right now. And there's and and you can't and you can't buck the system because it's like if you buck it, that means your your career is done. Like they will find a way to get your they will find a way to fuck your career. So it it's a it's a big discussion that has to be had, but it has to be had on a macro level. Yeah, well, we can't just... the problem isn't with the cops themselves; it's mm-hmm. the people above them who give them orders. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, it's like Adam against says, it's not a fuck the police; it's fuck the police's boss. Well, Phil, yeah. and and you brought up and you brought up actually in the Twitch chat that I was in with uh, Jeff Hamill the other. Mm-hmm. you you made a point and i i was gonna make this point but i didn't have time it, it's the it's the police unions and i that, that are the problem and i was actually talking with oh, yeah. an, i was actually talking with an rl friend last night on the phone about this about how the one of the big problems and as sean and i know that i know that this is going to make you cringe but I will say, when it comes to the prison system, the, the the libertarians, as much as we might like to make fun of them and call them, you know, libertarians or whatever, as as much as Rightfully we like, earned. as much as we like to make fun of libertarians, they are right about the prison system and about how. Well, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. What, unpack what, that. What prison prisons lock people up for a profit. Well, what pit, what what prison system are we talking about? Are Whoa. you talking about the federal, the state, and federal prison systems, or are you talking about the for-profit prisons? Well, yeah, the for the for-profit prisons, which, uh, as far as I know, like all the libertarians are are against that because of how much the <laughs> no, no, yep. that they're for-profit. No, for they're, a lot of a lot of my, lo- a lot of my libertarian friends are actually for it. Well, yeah, they're absolutely. For Look at libertarian principles. You well, know, why have it if it's funny? Well, okay. Well, then, well, then I must, I must know some, you know, more based libertarians than like. <laughs> but see, like all, all of the libertarians I know are actually against like the idea of prison in general, unless it's like for rapists, you know, and or murder. Of course. <laughs> but um. But. Um, they're a weird bunch. Like, I'll be honest. I mean, that's why I laughed at because I could see one of them actually saying that. They're like, yeah, no private prisons, even though they I, want to privatize every freaking thing under the sun. It's like I, either it doesn't exist well, or it's private. That's well, their, no, their they, ideology. They, they just they just don't want prisons in general. And to be honest, 
their 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 solution actually is kind of similar to Gavin's uh, approach, which I kind of like, which is to just arm everyone and let's make it the let's let's make it the Wild West again. Yeah, yeah, let's see how that works. Yeah, yeah, yeah we got Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. If you yeah. want to experience that, but, but I mean, the the problem is, I, I I I'm not, I don't know how you fix it because we we are now at one one of the bright like one of the silver linings of twenty twenty is I think we're real that we're realizing the majority of the country is realizing if they haven't already is that we we are corrupt like this country is corrupt mm. like the, the pol- from the politicians to the judges to the adgs to the you know ev- like like politics and in general and 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 for the longest time uh the majority of the people really saw america as this great this great nation because we were a nation of laws we had we we have checks and balance we have universal che- we're supposed to have universal checks and balances like no somebody's responsible for somebody right right somebody answers to somebody in our government but we're starting to see now that that's no longer the case it, like it, it's it's funny that you bring that up too because though uh Phil because someone brought that up to me and they're like and it's and it's all Trump's fault. It, it it happened under him. It's like it's like no, this wasn't Trump's fault. It's always been this way. No. Trump just he pulled the veil. Yeah, he pulled the veil. Yeah, like Trump, that's what he did. Trump but this po- problem was always happening. You make up a great point, Sam. It, it, you you the the he pulled over the veil. But this problem has been happening for years, fucking decades. Oh, it's it's yeah. been ha- it's been happening for centuries. I mean, I mm-hmm. I. I don't want to tie into I don't want to tie in video games too much, but if you guys have played the Red Dead Redemption yes. Redemption series, like one of the one of the one of the arcs is actually about how like the outlaws and the cowboy lifestyle, like those guys were actually the good guys, and then like you know as America started to become more industrial and more you know corporatized. On a, on a side note, on a side note, uh. I I years ago I asked my friend uh, I asked my friend the the one last that I was talking about last week I was like what what do what do you think of Redhead Redemption and and, and his response and his response was the video game or the porno and I'm like oh <laughs> I actually haven't, I haven't played the games I know Alex has I really want to play them because they look awesome but did you did you play that the the first one Alex yes I I pl- I beat both of them. Okay, cool. The, you know, like the first one is the first one is great though, and it, it it deals with the whole, you know. So like technically, this corruption goes back centuries to at least the eighteen hundreds. It goes back before then. It goes back. Yeah. Fucking it goes time. back since the dawn of man. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, if we really yeah. want to go back that far, then yeah. <laughs> yeah. Empire, man, just a bunch of corruption. Like, no matter what yeah. you're like, I saw a meme of this. I don't know if you sent this to me or what, but it was like you have your political compass and then you have your fucking like an arrow in there and it says corruption. It's like, you know, no matter what side of the political compass you're on, it fucks up all of them. It destroys yeah. your utopia and that's yeah. what prevents us. I yeah. think, I think, the I, thing I, too is that I think what you're seeing also with combined with the, the, this is the, the 
reaction, good or bad, to I think a lot of this is that, and we saw this over the summer, but pe- I don't know if you, you guys seen this too, but people are getting more extreme, like quickly. Not yeah. like gradual, like we normally see, but like quickly. Okay. I mean, just look at this election. Normally it's like, oh, an election happens, and while it's happening, people are at their, they're hyper-partisan, they're at each other's throats. The election's over, and we all simmer down, calm down, go back to our little camps, and regroup for the next battle no 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 this time it's like okay battle's happening we're kind of starting to get extreme and then election happens and it's like no we're gonna go real extreme real quick and like you have one side going way more to the right and your side going way more to the left they're not even going that much more to the right though like if you go and look at from like the 1950s to now the right has not gone further right it's always gone more left yeah. yeah, I mean, technically, but what I'm saying is that in, in terms of where it was in, let's say, 2016, it's, even 2019. The right is full of shit, though. Like, the, the, to me, it's like, and that's, this is another good thing about, this is really another good thing, the, the silver lining of, of like, the, the more we find out, like, the more we, we found out. Like, how much, how much shit have we found out since Trump's been in office that we really, like, didn't know even existed? Like, we're like holy fuck they we, like with the whole campaign like when they spied they at the, the the obama the obama administration actively spied on a presidential campaign like this is this is crazy shit like look i went um here here, here here's an example like okay in in what 2010 i think it was one of my um i called one of my friends crazy because he he said he was saying something in 2010 mind you he was saying something along the lines of oh the government's using computers and cell phones to track everybody and record everything and whatever and i was like dude you're fucking crazy you're you're one of those tinfoil hat motherfuckers three years three years later some dude named edward snowden fucking went booked the country because he was telling everybody the same shit and had proof of it like i'm like i don't know what to believe anymore oh real quick uh dc we had uh radio freedoms in the chat yeah well let's see let's see what we got we gotta give him some love he's always been he's always been on here and i always appreciate him uh let me answer him back here right now Private prisons are government funded, not really private. Yeah, that's a weird thing. Too. Yeah, like yeah, it's. Well, I mean, look, look, you, you've got a lot of. You've got a lot of these big corporations too that are like basically government. They're kind of government funded and protected, and like, it's it's not a real, like we're not living. This is what I'm saying. We're not living in a real capitalist society. Like, it's a, it's very much. Uh, when I say corporate socialism, I'm telling like, look, they're if you're if you're rich or you're a big corporation, the government's going to protect every every fucking thing you do, like every 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 piece of your life. And I, I just I don't. I mean that that that's that's just who we are. That's just who we are. Yeah, no, it's incredibly corrupt. That's that's the truth of it. No matter what happens, corruption seeps into there. Like, and then that's the other thing too. I've been seeing a lot recently is like all these teachers and stuff, and like they're complaining that they're not getting enough money. But if you go and look at the United States, 
we have some of the most per pupil spending in the fucking world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Teachers, like they're the the thing is, it's not the teachers who are getting the money; it's these school districts, and they're spending it on like people who aren't even teachers. Oh like, yeah, what the fuck's going on over here? Between the school administrators and the head of the teachers' unions and all this shit, like they're the, these people are getting got the a large chunk of this fucking money, and like everybody, everybody else is just getting fucked over in the process, and what? and and not, I mean. And yes, look, look, our look, our teachers are not great. I mean, they're not. As a whole, the teachers are not not exactly great. But um I mean, could we do more? Yeah. Well, they're already getting I mean, more money than everyone else. The fuck Yeah. There's no but, but but there's no there the 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 people like when you have the head the, when you when you have the heads that are that are not only taking that much, but they're like turning a blind eye to all sorts of fucked up shit. You're, nothing's gonna fa- like this is the system you have. This is the system that you have, and it's never gonna be fixed until you fix that part of the system. Yeah, it's it's just that corruption in there. Like, yeah, it, teachers they always complain, and and like you know it is an interesting job. Like, but with the teachers too, you know, you can realize this: they have probably one of the best work life balances out there oh yeah you know like shit they work you know they have their monday through friday they're not usually called in on weekends they're not working third shift they're not usually working second shift you know they get all sorts they get all sorts of like don like like subsidies and stuff you know like if you go to hotels there's yeah. usually discounts like it's not the most well-paying job but they, it has probably the best work-life balance especially compared to the corporations but yeah, they with the amount of money they're funding, they should be really fucking set. Yeah. you know it's these stupid fucking pensions. I don't, I, I don't even want. I, I don't even like hearing, like everybody's like, oh, we should have college, we should have college reform and all that shit. I'm like, look, I'm not. I don't even want to hear all that until you fix the high, the junior high and high school systems that are just, just that are just utter shit. Right, well, no, I think colleges that's a separate issue, and I think well, that is it is, but I'm saying handle that because because I don't know how many kids are are in the in our systems that really go to our colleges that are completely unprepared for college well, like for college uh, no, there are some things that colleges should fucking fix though like yeah no i and I'm not and I'm not arguing that that is not my argument. No. I completely agree with you on. I completely agree with you on that too. However, I don't want to hear about that until you give me a plan where you fix the fucking, you fix the high schools and the junior highs. Because, because I mean, these if these kids are like you're talking about doing all of this shit for the colleges or whatever, but these high school kids are fucked. The junior high school kids are fucked. Yeah. Like, do do something about that before talking about colleges and i'm not saying and again i'm not saying that you're not right you are absolutely right alex i'm just saying you know we, we're, we're like we're just fucked we're just fucked I no know. i no that see that, that's a little bit too uh i think it's a little pessimistic now i think there's two separate issues with colleges and um you know the high schools i think for colleges the biggest problem is that the government is guaranteeing loans and the students can't declare bankruptcy to get rid of those loans. Like, let's say, you know, you buy a fucking car 
or you buy a house and you fucking can't pay for it, you can declare you can declare bankruptcy and it goes away. You can't do that with a college education. Mm-mm. Nope. Well, I think that's a big fucking deal. Like well, number one, you should be able to go and declare bankruptcy on, you know, your college education. I think that's you know, yeah. bankruptcy sucks. Yeah. But you should be able to fucking do it. You can do it yeah. for any other debt, like for the most part, and like unless there's a court ordered fine. But you can't do it with college. Number yeah. two, I think that this you know we need to go and stop guaranteeing loans to colleges. Mm-hmm. Your college degrees, because I think that's where ever since that happened, you can look this up. I think it was under Lyndon Johnson. They started doing that program where they where this government guarantees loans to colleges. I think that was the biggest fucking mistake out there. Because now, why would a college decrease costs if you know people can just get loans for it anyways? And that's why you start to see college prices increase dramatically and. You know, then they started making these degrees that are fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know, get a job yeah. afterwards. If they could declare bankruptcy, it would prevent a lot of these issues. And if they'd stop guaranteeing loans, it would stop uh, like having colleges increase their prices because then they'd have to compete on costs. Question question for you guys. Uh, yep. I think I might have mentioned this last week, but which big name conservative is funded by the college loan? Uh, yeah. Benji, who? Who little Benji, John, John, got it. Shapiro. He's also funded by Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Hollywood created Ben Shapiro. Fun fact: There's a whole article about well, it. I'm starting to read. I'm I'm not as annoyed by that though as I am. He is funded by the college, by the well, fucking was, college loan. Well, people. he was born into he was born into Hollywood. Like his yep. fucking. His uh, his cousin is fucking Matilda. You, his cousin's Matilda. So I mean, you, you know, you can't even you can't even fucking get a student discount for the fucking uh, you know, Dale Y premium membership, and yet, you know, one of your one of your uh, you know, main backers is in the student loan business. I mean, Jesus. you know, oh, I just think that like people are going at that whole thing the wrong way. That issue, you know, I, I just think that college, the loan issue has been, like the college issue in general, it's just been, people aren't understanding, like they're not getting to the root of the problem. It's like with immigration. You know, people are like, oh, we need to legalize immigrants. Well, you're not fixing the root of the problem. You're just going to have to, if they get, if they just grant loan forgiveness now, what's to stop college, like what's to stop this from coming back? In the next ten years, you need to go and at least destroy the problem first. Stop the bleeding before you put the fucking, you know, before you replace the arm. Like, and, that, and that's politics. That's American politics. Like you, brother, that's a good point, Alex. You, you, that 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 right there defines basically American politics as a whole. Right? You have you take any issue, take any issue you want immigration gun control um student the student loan crisis the you know all um any, any any issue you want you have two sides you have two sides of the establishment that are like that have different answers to different things and none of them really tackle the legitimate problem and 
So that this this is the system we have, and mo and 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 this is another thing that a lot of people are getting sick of too, right? Because a because a lot of people like like a lot of people think, you know, well, why can't we just have, you know, why can't we just tackle the problem? Why why can't we just figure out a solution that tackles the problem versus, you know, doing one side one political politically expedient thing that doesn't that might uh satisfy a political side but it doesn't really fix the problem um i i don't know that that, but that was a good that was that was a good uh that was a good analogy there alex that was a good um yeah that was a good point you made alex you know it's funny too like i was because i was going down uh i i don't I haven't looked. I, I was trying to look deeper into Ben Shapiro, so I was going down a Ben Shapiro rabbit hole, whatever that looks like. And I, okay, was, I got uh, to okay, okay, Sean, <laughs> let me stop you there. Okay, it's it's, it's not it's not a rabbit hole. Okay, it's a it's a it's actually a, it's a it's a it is. It's a yarmulke, bro. It's it's a yarmulke. We're all supposed to wear them. Why the fuck aren't you wearing a yarmulke? I know you're not Jewish, but you should wear a fucking yarmulke, okay? And I would love to see Ben Shapiro dropping f bombs over the yarmulke. <laughs> it's and, like the one thing he'd probably like curse over. And I, I know. Um, you know, it's it it's funny because I go down this rabbit hole and I I came back to something that I'd seen that he'd done before was when he did that Stanford speech during the Kroiper Wars, and he changed his speech last minute to address all that. One of the things he brought up that I, I I don't know how I missed this, but it's one of the funniest things to make it into Ben Shapiro's speech. He goes, Nick Fuentes is an awful person, blah, 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 blah. And then he gets to the part where he goes, when Nick Fuentes was playing Grand Theft Auto, he... Um, Ran, uh, he uh, shot a Jewish guy, an Orthodox Jew, and said that he was shooting Ben Shapiro. <laughs> like, don't, that's a fucking win for. Uh, it's funny. No, it's the win for Nick Fuentes. It's a total win. It's a gamer moment. Think about that. Yeah. Fucking advertising. I know, it's a gamer moment advertised by Ben Shapiro. And, like. And Holy also, and it's so funny the way he phrase he phrases it like such a boomer. He's like, he's like, he he's so awful. He he made death threats against me in Grand Theft Auto Five by shooting me. It was like something like that. I'll I'll post well, it so you guys can watch it, but it's hilarious. Well, can, like of what actually happened and how Ben interprets. It. I I actually have to ask that though too because when I when I heard when I heard uh when I heard Ben say that I was kind of now I was like. I was fucking skeptical, not just because Ben said it, but also I'm like, okay, granted, I haven't played G, I haven't played like the new GTAs in like a, quite a few years, but I'm pretty sure there aren't uh like actual Orthodox Jew NPCs. In- there is one. Wait, <laughs> real quick, real quick. Wait, here, re- I- wait really? I- yeah, play the video I posted in general. Oh, I'm yeah, I might, I might. Uh, I well, was gonna, I was gonna say something about well. Yeah, you can try. Off topic, fine. Completely off topic. So here, um, so earlier today, obviously January sixth is like the big day where they count, they they do all the count, counting the electoral votes and stuff. Uh, 
Um, I actually got a super so, chat about that. Thing. You got, you got your objections, right? You got your objections, and that that's that's kind of start and starting to hit the news news waves and a little bit too. Um, one tweet, uh, really kind of grinded my gears here, uh, from from one of the politicians, and this one was from a senator lisa murkowski of alaska mm. mm-hmm. and here let, let me let me read this because because I, I i i feel like i need to like really because i think i'm I, I think i'm gonna get ready to trash this fucking tweet here um like i said we're going nuclear fuck it um so in 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 the tw- in the message right in the message, she said, I swore an oath to support and defend the Constitution of the United States, and that is and that is what I will do on January 6th, just as I strive every day to serve the people of Alaska. Yeah, you do a real fuck-up job. Anyway, um, I will vote to affirm the 2020 presidential election. Yeah, just as I thought. Uh, the court... The courts and the state legislatures have all honored their duty to hear the legal allegations and have found nothing to warrant an overturning of the results. I urge my colleagues from both parties to recognize this and to join me in maintaining confidence in the electoral college and our elections so that we ensure so that we ensure we have the continued trust of the American people. Kiss my ass, Lisa Murkowski. Okay. <laughs> okay. No words vote for me. First off, this, this, this is a woman. Her, her, her career is over, right? I don't, I don't think she's going to, she's not getting, if she don't get reelected, don't do not apply for reelection. You're probably not going to win. Uh, there's, there's going to be, there's going to be people on both sides looking to take you out and either side will easily beat you. Anyway, um okay so let's see uh the courts and the state legislatures have all honored their duty how 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 they they, they've all they've done is turned a blind eye all they've done is called a called the the evidence unsubstantiated even though it's not you're um okay uh, that then that have found nothing and have found nothing to a warrant overturning the election. Just because you refuse to hear it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist, right? How how much how much we've been talking about it over the last couple of months? How much crooked shit has been going on in this fucking election? And it's not because and it's not because that the, they can't, they're it's not because there's no evidence. It's because nobody's doing a goddamn thing about the fucking evidence. It's a lack of execution. That is the yeah. problem. That is well, the fucking problem. Did you see the problem. recent thing that they found in Georgia where votes were... Because uh, one thing I did like is like now, especially more recently, like you've been having the nerds kind of like speak out more. Mm-hmm. What I mean by that is the people that understand the computers and the voting machines have been speaking out. And there was one guy that showed that at a certain time at night, Trump was... Um, at a certain like vote level higher than Biden, and then all of a sudden, like Trump, like uh, 
loses a certain number of votes. And then Biden got the exact number of votes that he lost. Mm-hmm. Like just, just like that. It just happened. Yeah. And they were trying, they were breaking like a bunch down with the thing. I, it was almost hard to follow. I was getting kind of confused about work, but they're breaking down just how like this makes zero sense. It's totally impossible. Where did this come from? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if anybody hasn't seen that, look that, because that's one example to me that's like, it, it's not like hearsay. It's not like somebody that misinterprets something they saw, which happens a if lot. The, if the judges, if the state legislators, if the national legislators really did their job, they would find more than enough evidence to overturn this fucking election, right? They would find more than enough. The problem is nobody's doing a God, nobody's doing a fucking thing. Like, like it's, it's because well, honestly, I, I almost feel like it's, it's laziness. Like they don't, they don't want to do the fucking work that really needs to be done to fix this shit. Um, so and partially anyway, that, partially that they want Trump out that too, well, that, 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 that's another element well, of it too. Well, that Sean, and then there's another element, which this, I honestly don't understand, but there are, there are people out there who I kid you not. They believe that because Biden won the election, that COVID is going to be like magically over um, January. And look, you know, even if Trump had won, like, and there were there were Trump people who were saying that, too. And it's like, that's fucking retarded as well, because. This virus is not uh, this virus is apolitical. And, you know, it's not going to go mm-hmm. away over. It's not going to go away on a magic date. We could be dealing with <clears throat> bullshit. We could be dealing. You said, yeah, I, I'm sorry. I had a little uh, something in my throat there. I'm sorry. About well, that. anyway, go, go, go on, Sam. I'm sorry. We, th- this, this virus isn't going to be uh, ending on an arbitrary date. Um, I mean, we could be dealing with this. <laughs> bullshit. Fuck, uh, man, Sam. God damn it! I'm, I, I, I didn't mean to do that, uh, but you know, it's just okay. Like... Well, well, obviously, uh, what I what I'm saying is, uh, you know, is making you cough. So, what what do you have? What do you have to say about? about... No, I don't. No, I think this is. I think this whole thing is fucking political. I do. I just. I, I now. No, well, yeah. I, I I get. I get you. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying in an honest general sense, right? You're right. What like I, the sickness is not political. The sickness is not. But oh yeah, it's ob- fucking political. Obviously, I mean honestly, it's political. Well, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like what I'm saying is the actual fucking virus. Okay, yeah. So let me clarify. Obvious, mm. obviously, the thing has been politicized. But also, what I'm saying is. There are people out there who literally think that the actual fucking virus itself yeah. is political. And that and that's where it gets to be BS. It's like, look, there are gonna be people who are gonna manipulate the shit out of this mm-hmm. on both sides, no matter what. Mm-hmm. But, but in the meantime, we have to deal with, you know, the actual virus and who the fuck knows when it's going to go away. I might not even be alive. Biden. I don't know, man. I got my fucking thoughts on this virus. <laughs> Drop the red pill, well, Alex. Well, well, since, Do it. Well, since we're going down I, this rabbit hole, let's hear it. Dude, I, I think it's been way the fuck overblown. I, I don't think, like, 
Because yes. I'm a fucking technically I'm a fucking COVID nineteen survivor. I didn't even know I had it. It's such a fucking scam. My great grandfather, ninety eight years old, had the fucking virus and recovered without mm-hmm. any major difficulties. Like I think well, that I think that was the point we were trying to make, Alex. <laughs> I was trying to do it in a in a more sarcastic sense, but yeah, yeah. We're <laughs> down society over something that you know it's it's annoying, but like, let's be real over here. It's no. not like the fucking Spanish flu. Look, there. Here, here's 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 my 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 opinion. Uh, I think that. I think that the the the, the, num- the COVID numbers here in America are completely bullshit, completely bullshit, both in deaths and in both in deaths and cases, right? Um, I think that the hospitals are complete. The hospitals in every medical center is completely bullshitting their numbers for federal aid, for federal and state aid. Oh yeah, totally. Um, I well, think yeah, they, that, they need money so that they can have yeah, time to do that's their the quickest TikTok way to get videos. money. That is the bar none. That is the quickest way to get money. And uh, yeah, right well, they, hey, those TikTok videos, those nurses make take time and money. There's that's production true. involved. Uh, and, and, and at least on the bright side, look, Hey, Hey, look, they're struggling with COVID, but on the bright side, the flu, the flu and pneumonia are pretty much gone. Right. So they did, they did do a great job of that. Right. We should give them credit for that. I think Dude, uh, Larry in chat said my great grandfather died from the Spanish flu of 1918. Mm-hmm. I think they're just way overblowing the amount of fucking like spread when you're not. It's not asymptomatic spread. I think that was like that may have happened in a, in a handful of cases, but it gets applied to everything. Same thing. I'm starting the- to think. So you, you bring up a good point, Alec. I don't think it. I don't think it's overblowing. I think it's flat out fucking manipulation. Yeah. I think it's. I think it's. I, I overblowing would be would overblowing feels like there's like a presumption of innocence here. I think there's. I think it's active manipulation. Like these numbers are being actively manipulated to to score some. And 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 as far as states go, uh. All the crazy shit is happening in blue run states. I feel like I feel like they're sandbag they're sandbagging their own state for political purposes. Like I, I that that's that's another thing I feel like that's going on right now. Um because they're trying to get they're 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 trying to play on the emotional heartstrings of the public to try to maybe try to get maybe try to get Trump to concede or maybe try like like, you know. So there's there's political shit in play, right? Because there's it's it's down a political line. There the, all the fucked up shit that's going on, California, Pennsylvania, and New York, all this stuff. It's all happening in these blue states. All these red states are doing fine, right? South Dakota, Florida, all, all these the, a lot of these red states are doing great, right? Um so yeah, there's a lot of manipulation. You know they, there's they, a lot of they want to go and have so everyone gets the fucking COVID nineteen app on their phone so that they can get used to the garment tracking them. Well, that's yeah, that's another element that's like you have you have a you have a government that wants to you have a government that wants to abuse their power to to use their power to inflict it on everybody else uh, because they can't do their job the right way 
Like it's easier. It's easier to try to. It's easier to lock down and control people than it is to actually govern. Right. Just, Governing takes a lot of work. You were mentioning earlier about the corporatocracy over here. Like that's definitely in play too. Because guess absolutely. What? Fucking Walmart and Amazon are doing very well because of this virus. But you and know, the small businesses are being wiped out, aka their competition. Well, yeah, because you know, fucking Walmart's always going to be open, but your mom and pop like pizza shop, your like small hardware store that might only be like a room, like maybe nine, like a hundred well, feet large. You know, that's not go down because they can't social distance. Well, what? They know Amazon, I'm okay with. Amazon, I'm kind of okay. I'm kind uh, of okay with. Using the fuck out of this. They are well. Look, I'm I'm saying kind of okay. That I I realize that that's a stretch, but um, look, like I I realize because at least their business model, they're kind of like it, it, it's kind of tailoring to the small business too. Like a lot of the small, there's a lot of fucking small businesses that run on Amazon, oh, yeah. but Walmart, Walmart is fucking cruel. Holy. Fuck, they are. So you're going in now, big time, even when I wasn't talking. Now, what I was saying is Amazon's one who's like really raking hand over fist because you got these people that were scared by the media to not go out for any purpose. Mm -hmm. But guess where they can still get their shit from? Mm -hmm. Amazon. Yeah. Well, you know, funny you mentioned Walmart because I got and I'm glad it ended this way because now I'm not giving them any more money. But I, you know, my my problem I've been having where I've been ordering these two albums and they keep coming damaged. I got the third shipment of these albums from Walmart, and guess how they came damaged again. And so I'm sending them back. I'm not even ordering for Walmart works. Fuck them. But it's like these companies suck too. Like half the time, it's like yeah, they have everything you want, but like they have fucking like they the first of all their prices aren't that great they screw you over they don't help you out they don't really and it's just frustrating these I, companies but when you look at the numbers though because i'm kind of of the opinion of you alex i i know initially i was like we need to you know do every safety precaution we can we don't know how deadly virus is i mean it sounds like it's pretty bad so initially we were all scared and it was pretty scary looking but now that we've learned a thing or two um and now that we've done whatever we have done over these past year, currently the fatality rate of our entire country, and I can break it down per 100,000 next, but just the entire country, the fatality rate is one. I, I thought it was like 2.5%, 3%. That's what I thought it was. It's 1.7%. 1.7%. Let's say generously, it's 2%. Do you realize how small that is of this country? Two percent. You line up a hundred people, two of them let's, are going to die from it. Let's break it down. You know, yeah, break it down even more. Dying. How many of them are terminally ill? Exactly. Elderly. Yep. Because that's what the thing is. Like the nursing homes. Like they're the. That's the place that that shit is getting spread the most. Like if there's anyone who should be taking this shit seriously, it should be like the, people. people and nurses. Yeah. Well, here's the other thing, too, is like you compare this with other countries and, and this thing I'm looking at, Johns Hopkins, does break it down per 100,000. So it's fair. But just think of it this way. Compared to Switzerland on Austria and Portugal, which are small countries, way smaller, they have the same fatality rate as we do. We're a massive country. 
with a massive population. I mean, I'm scrolling on this thing. The worst is still like Italy and China, obviously, is by far the worst. Yemen at 30%. They're, they're having a rough time over there. Well, but, China's probably lying, too. Of course they're oh, lying. Like, they're, they're lying, lying big time. But my point is that you look at the numbers. Take out whatever the media says, whatever the, the experts say. And even these numbers, which we know aren't accurate. We know they're not accurate. But let's, for the sake of it, say that it's a rough estimate. It's still not a big deal. It really isn't. And then people say, well, it's because of the measures we've taken, the mitigation techniques. And that has truth to it, yes. But that doesn't mean still we need to shut everything down. Because we've learned that even when you don't do that, it's still about the same rates, the way they're going up. Like, it really doesn't change it that much. What changes things is staying away from people and maybe wearing like an n95 mask but like when you're wearing those cloth masks or surgical masks like well, i, I, I personally masks, feel it's not doing anything I think the surgical masks are all right but like anything below a surgical mask you're just blowing smoke up your own well and the joke is like i keep getting the people to say well look the rates go down because we're wearing masks what are most people wearing they're not wearing the good masks they're wearing cloth masks which aren't that great I personally don't think they do anything because most people don't wash them, you know, for stars. And you see people touching them. I'm like, these things aren't really doing anything. Unless you're wearing an N95 or a surgical, you're really not doing a lot. And if you're being careful of how you touch, too. And the other thing, too, is I remember in my, like, this is, I've had a weird past couple of days in this neighborhood because uh, my neighbor died unexpectedly. We saw a bunch of cop cars out one on, um, I think it was like a day or two after Christmas, and like turned out she died. She did not die from COVID, but a few weeks before, or a few days before that, so, so right when I came back from Penn State, somebody in my neighborhood did die from COVID. And you know, my parents are freaking out. People are freaking out, like, "Oh, look, look, look! You said COVID's uh, not that big of a deal, and look, a person died." I'm like, "Yeah, that's gonna happen." I'm not saying it's fake. Look at how many people are in this neighborhood. There's like hundreds of there's like a hundred homes that must be in this neighborhood times that by four to say it's a family of four you got 400 ish people probably more in this neighborhood alone and mixing the holiday travel and all the other shit and only one person in the past year one person who's elderly and overweight died of covid in this neighborhood one another person has it currently May or may not make it, but guess what? They're old, 57 years old. Two people out of 400? I, I'm no math expert, but that's a small number. It's just, yeah. you're right. It is such a sham. It is such a, I don't want to say the H word, hoax, but the virus itself is very real and very deadly for older people. You know, but even them... Most old people are fine coming out of it. Like it's you're definitely the most at risk group, and I understand. Let's keep our old people safe. I get it, but everybody else can go at their own risk and be careful around old people. Lock them up. Lock them up. Keep them safe. Well, here's the thing too. Like, are they even giving people like in PA? I think they that they're shooting themselves in the foot on purpose because when my girlfriend got the virus, there was no contact tracing done whatsoever. Not and do you have to rep do you have to report to anybody like on your own board? Does the hospital do that? Like, what was the procedure? Walgreens and they said, "Oh yeah, you should like you know quarantine or whatever and get a follow up." 
they didn't even like make her do a follow-up. She had to go and schedule that on her own like a few weeks later. You know, that's like mm. fucking joke. And they're not doing contact tracing in PA, at least not meaningfully. Like she like, you know, if you if they really gave a shit, they'd call you up as soon as you're back, you know, as soon as they hear about this, hey, we need to go and see who you talked to for the past two weeks. Just to go and see, like, these people might need to go and take a test. No, and then even in PA, too. Like, have you even tried to get a test? It's such a pain in the ass. I did try at one point when I was, when I had a little COVID scare. I had to, like, wait a day, pretty much. Yeah, like, you can't even fucking get a test if you want the test. Like, you have to, like, and especially, like, heaven forbid you don't have a car. Most of these places, like Walgreens and Rite Aid, you have to have a car to even get this test. You know, like, I think there might be, like, one place that doesn't require that, but good luck getting, like, I think it was, like, an urgent care or whatever, but good luck even getting to there and, like, getting it on time because they don't let you, like, schedule it out. Most of the time, too, you have to wait, like, two or three days to get a fucking test. Yeah. I mean, to me, that's not that bad of a thing because, number one, I think the tests are... They, they honestly, they're. I don't want to say they're pointless, but they don't prove a lot, and they it's because higher, they're very fifty-fifty. It depends which one you get. If you get the good test, they're more. They're like ninety some percent accurate. But if you do that instant test, it's fifty-fifty. Yeah, but, but like, what are most people getting? Well, to get any of them, like you still have to wait fucking three days. Like good luck, or you have to drive like a half an hour away like 30 miles or whatever, you know, it, it, it's insane. And, you know, then fucking Wolf's like, oh, well, people aren't getting tests. They're not being safe. Well, it's fucking Wolf's fault. He's the one who is causing yeah. it. Like, oh, well, look, it's these people dining out. No, it's fucking not. It's Trump. Dining out. Yeah, then now he'd be like, oh, well, see you people, uh, you know, you uh, local business owners. Well, just blame Trump, blame Congress. You know, don't blame me because... Listen, the virus doesn't shut businesses down. That's the government. Mm-hmm. That does it. And, you know, if you're going to go and shut a business down, you know, that's one thing. But you need to go, if you're going to do that, as soon as you shut them down, you need to give them the same money that they had beforehand. Yeah. Well, you know who's been really awesome about this is Dave Portnoy. He started yeah. a fundraiser for small businesses because he's been doing these very persuade not just passion but persuasive rants on twitter that i've actually kind of resonated with me about shutting things down and whatnot he's obviously very against shutting down these small businesses because they're dying and he put his money where his mouth is and he started a fundraiser and they've raised millions of dollars for businesses i mean good on him i mean we need more of that and when the government can't do it freaking barstool sports will do it and it's great i love it and what really hit me too was and i i know it hit you too alex because the way you described it like when you go back up to state college penn state when you go to any college town frankly it's it's tragic your favorite restaurants are closed or for sale like babies is still for sale your favorite businesses are all shut down who knows if they'll come back the campus is dead. The apartments are empty. There's nobody on the streets. I will never forget that eerie, just empty feeling of being there. It's it's something that really hits you and shows you just how devastating this all is. And I kind of like 
made me more vigilantly anti-lockdown after that than I already was before. It just, it's like, it's, it, I cannot put in the words just how much it really hits you, seeing how devastating it has been to businesses. Well, see, and I just watched that movie, uh, what was it, Dallas Buyers Club yesterday. Oh, oh you yeah. saw it. Oh. And, you know, that's making me think of some of this shit they're doing with this. Did, doesn't it, though? <laughs> Dude, yeah. doesn't it, though? Oh, my God. Like, this oh, is what got, I'm saying. Based. We got Look. all these fucking situations going on with the yeah. Buyers Club with this shit. You finally, you finally get what I was talking about, about the AZT shit now, right? Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. <laughs> Like what's gonna happen with this? Because they're pushing it so hard. Yes. They're yes. like, you get a certificate. It's and such get- parallels. It is such parallels. Like the because they were they were they were pushing that that and they really were too. Like back in back in like the or the or I think it was like the late eighties, early nineties. They were pushing. They were pushing this AZT that was fucking killing people quicker. Right, and it was actually like, and they were like, "Oh, this is," which, which, I mean, if you want to go down the conspiracy theory rabbit hole, they were trying to kill, they were trying to kill blacks and gays quicker because, like, by using AZT. But, but, yeah, there's a lot. It, it, there's definitely like this weird, eerie feel where there's, there, it feels like there's parallels between like the AZT part of that. And then like the COVID vaccine now, because we're starting to see like, oh, maybe, maybe there's some side effects that are going on with, with some of these vaccines or whatever. So well, listen, and I'm not generally an anti-vax person. Like, you know, I feel like for a lot of things it makes sense, but the way that this is getting pushed out and it's like, you know, Hey, your employer can fire your ass if you don't get the vaccine. Like that's what really scares me. Yeah. Well, what scares me too is the limitations they're gonna put on. And I un look if it's coming from an honest place, I understand it to a degree. But when you see things like you can't fly if you don't take this vaccine, you can't come into the store without the vaccine. You can't go to concerts. Yeah, exactly. I I would I think the fairest compromise is simply if you want to come here, if you're vaccinated, great. You can come right in, nothing. You don't have to do anything else. If you are not vaccinated, we would ask you please to wear a mask and keep a distance. I don't know. But, like, at least give people that sort of choice so that if you want to, you know, appear like you're a safe business on jazz, you can. But the idea of, like, you have to take this vaccine or else you can't do X, Y, and Z, which you could normally do before, is really scary for me because personally, I actually I'm gonna try as hard as I can and not get the vaccine. Same here. If you had the virus, you shouldn't have to get the fucking vaccine either. Because what's the point? Well, well, you the point already, is so that you don't get it. You know. You had yeah. The virus. Well, you well, if you've already had it, yeah, I've never had. Well, it, if, I think. Well, if supposedly if you have it, you can get it. You can get it again, but you know. My one of my whole issues, and Sean, I know you'll appreciate this as a fellow kind of techie slash, you know, gamer. Uh, <laughs> well, iPhone user, but now they that too. Now they want us to. Uh, there are lots of proposals for people wanting, for them wanting us to download COVID tracking apps on our phones. Yeah, fuck and, that. And having that, it's like, it's like hell no, nah, I'm not. I'm not downloading a I'm not downloading a COVID tracking app. But what if but what if they what if they mandate it? Well then I'm not leaving my house ever ever again. 
or just leave your phone at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, well, thankfully you don't. Ha- at least now, I I think with Apple you don't have to do any of that. Yeah, no, I think it's only optional. Yeah, no, thank thank God thank God for that. Yeah. But like, you don't think you don't think Apple's gonna come up with some shit to fucking hotwire that shit you're out of your mind oh, yeah, oh they, they they probably well, i would think they, they were gonna do that they were already doing it no this is what this is this is why you fucking uh you're gonna you're gonna have to start like not using your fucking phone as much well if they were to do that though i think they would have done it anyway and i mean are if you're you that sure paranoid then don't have a phone at that point good. you know because good i mean your computer's tracking i mean every you, you can't buy a tv now i mean they they have android tv with the uh mics and them the uh well, i forget what android google assistant it's always listening to you because you can turn your tv on with it i mean you can't buy any you probably can't buy a toothbrush that doesn't track you anymore no that shit's scary too like i don't know if you heard but the other week they had this huge fucking breach of uh well, there was like two different breaches there's one of like FireEye, which is one of the premier um like they, they do like anti uh like malware detection and stuff and there's another one solar winds which is like a major server thing that compromised a lot of the u.s government and tons of other corporations you know these internet of things devices they typically aren't that secure like yeah. a lot of them have default passwords people don't even know how to set up you know, so you have all these Internet of Things connected devices. Your fucking shitter has a fucking, you know, some of these new ones, they have a fucking computer in them. These, you know, uh, what you call it, the the refrigerator, a lot of those new ones, yeah. they have a computer in it. Sooner or later, that shit's going to get hacked and you're going to have fucking ransomware popping up on your fucking refrigerator <laughs> and won't let you open it or it'll turn off your fucking... Mm-hmm. You know, until you pay them to, like 0.02 bitcoin imagine well, look at all the uh well already we have all these smart home devices which are cool don't i mean i i'm, I'm not gonna ignore uh, that but these things that you can turn your lights off remotely you can open your garage you can unlock your doors even crazy enough or the ring system like all these things your home is going to become fully connected in every little silly way to the internet. And it's look, I will admit it is cool in many ways, but you are opening yourselves up to, like Alex said, the insane levels of ransomware where they can literally just say, you can't get into your house unless you pay me a million Bitcoin. Dude, that would be fun. Like think about it. That's like almost fucking comical. Like you get a fucking ransomware on your like I mean it'd be terrible we get on your fucking garage door opener that keeps your garage door open. So Yeah, we should do like Bezos or like some lefty, you know. So let that's how you get back at them. That's how you get funding. That's how you fund the right wing. So let me let me just kinda play devil's advocate here for for the smart home. Okay, I'll I'll kind of do both sides. Devil's advocate mm-hmm. for me as a disabled person, like, uh, having, like having I know I know. Fair point. I'm 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 playing I'm playing this I'm playing this card. Like, if <laughs> if they were to like for for me for instance, okay, like blind like blinds and curtains like are pretty fucking tough for me. I'm I'm sorry, but like you know that still like. So like smart blinds and whatnot, like those things are cool. Same with lights and whatnot. But like, even but I those can just be like a little remote that's not connected to the internet. 
Well, you know, it's, it's like a poor people's version of Bluetooth. Like, it's not Bluetooth, but it's on like a... Like IR or whatever, like your regular TV remote. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I, I just want something that I can kind of link to my phone, you know, for that. So, mm. I I mean, I guess... But, like, then there are some things that I don't understand needing to be, to be linked to the internet. Like, honestly, smart toilets. Uh, like, why... why Hard to buy French, but why do I need the fucking shitter to be like? <laughs> to what be if you a... forgot to flush the toilet? You know, you <laughs> smart day on there, but then like just about anything that is smart, like that, can be hacked. Yep, and probably will be fucking hacked at some point. Like, can you imagine how much of a pain in the ass that would be if, like, you know, you're just you're smart toilet. The smart toilets are gonna steal your <laughs> DNA from your shit. You have your front lines, like you're yeah. you're asleep one day, and then you know you get a fucking hacked, and then someone just opens up your blinds in the middle of the fuck. Like let's say you're going to sleep in the day, or and whatever. then they take new pictures of you nude in your bed and sell them online on OnlyFans. Yeah, unless you pay a certain amount of money, or like you know you have a you have a smart uh, lights, you know, and then they start giving you the Guantanamo Bay treatment after it gets hacked until you pay them fucking money to fix it. No, yeah. no, what they could do to sandwich would be so cruel is like imagine you have a smart wheelchair and they like hack you and they lock you like they they, they put the brakes on and they're like yep oh, sorry sam can't move unless you pay us uh that, two million bitcoin that is actually not going anywhere putty that like is a stairmaster like you're halfway up the fuck like you're using that thing to get up the staircase and then it just stops until you pay the money like that yeah. shit like you know it's, it sounds fucking far off now but like you know, and they're not going to ask for a million Bitcoin. They'll probably ask for like $20. You know, that that's how they'll get you because they know you won't pay them a million dollars. But, you know, like $20 or $10 here and there, it's like they can get that money. Well, so I was just told to review a comment that said, quote, my balls are so <laughs> big. I did hair transplants for my nut juice. Your nut juice? <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to comprehend what that fully means. Where's where are these comments? This is on Sam's stream. He's got all the dirty people. <laughs> wait, wait, who? It was twelve pack. Oh yeah, twelve, twelve, twelve pack is a filthy fucking animal. But I, but we, but we love him. So yeah, we have a few people like that, don't we? Where, where? Where the fuck did Alan Powell go, though? That's what I want to know. Who's that? Alan, Alan's, Alan's my mercenary who said that... Uh, oh, the Chad. Who said that Kyle... Uh, no, who said that... Uh, oh, what, what's his face? Hunter Avalon was a soy boy. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. I forgot to mention to you in that Deus Ex game, Alex... When you need like food or something, that it'll like pop up in some place, like to get it, and, or like it'll be in crates, and one of them was fucking soy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you, the parallels to that game to now is hilarious. Uh, well, I fucking finally beat that game. Like, just uh, let you know. I mean, I, I told you guys already, but let the chat know that fucking cyber cyber spunks. Cyber spunk. <laughs> Cyber smash. Cyber pussy. <laughs> I I, I I I will I will say I will say this now is a great time to go on eBay and get uh and get all of the issues of uh Playboy 
you need because uh, I guarantee you that if the internet goes the way I think it will, ugh, all, all the people who go to the internet for your porn needs, uh, that that shit isn't going to be happening anytime soon. No, porn, here's porn my, will always here's be my, there. Here's... Don't buy fucking Playboy off of eBay. I don't trust where that's been. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my thing, and and this is one of those uh, you buy things that I've started doing too. I've started doing. I I've started. I I bought a hard drive, like I bought a real big mega hard drive, external hard drive, and I've and I've store and I've done a whole bunch of stuff like on it. Like I've I've downloaded movies and I've put them on there. I downloaded the entire Wikipedia catalog and I put it on there. I put YouTube, How big videos, was that? YouTube videos, um, YouTube videos, like a lot of, a lot, a lot of Khan Academy, a lot of like a, a lot of like stuff that I might need to like, you know, for educational purposes, maybe like, you know, it's so if, <laughs> So if if the if yeah I'm I'm really starting to let like Sam's talking about if this if shit goes down like I want to make sure that like I'm not fucked over here like I mean there's a good chance I might still be anyway but like look you gotta you gotta play the game of odds man dude how big was that Wikipedia catalog well, wasn't it, it? it all with pictures that must be terabytes. No, if it depends no, if it's no. like just text, it probably won't. No, be. it's it's because it's most of it's just text anyway. So yeah, but do you know how big Wikipedia is? You know like, how, there's a like, lot of music, like audio files, a lot of video, a lot of pictures. If it if you admit that, like the audio and video, like it probably wouldn't be that big. If it's just the text, but even that's a lot text on Wikipedia. Yeah, but like it depends what format it does. If it's like just fucking like unformatted text. Yeah, I can see. How'd you download that? Uh, they 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 let you do it on the online. Like the Wikipedia mm-hmm. actually lets you do it. Oh shit! I'll actually do that. I'm mm-hmm. looking at that because yeah, they have over. Uh... How many articles do they have? They usually tell you at the top. Six point two million articles in English. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, it's interesting, but you know, I I do agree with you. Like, of putting all the if you can offline, because that's one of the things. Is like, you know, I I know where I live. It kind of happens more in some other places, but it still happens rarely. It's like when your power goes out. Yeah, this is why I don't stream like, music. Like, how you can't you access any of that. Wikipedia if your power goes out, unless you have a generator. What was that? How are you going to be able to view your computer shit if the power goes out? Well, you well, wait. What do you mean? Like, if it's like, saved onto a hard drive, like unless you're using an awful like, unless you have a generator, you're not going to be able to turn on your computer. Well, no. When I was talking about music, I meant like for my phone. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, but though, if your computer though, that's like, going to be another I, thing I you're going to need to take care of. Battery backup, so you can just use a battery backup. They yeah. sell those like at Micro Center. Yeah, that's true. You could do that. They don't last long, but they exist. It's like those battery packs for your phone, but before those existed, you know. And that's that's another thing I'm gonna get like when I get like a doomsday kit with food and crap is a crap load of those battery packs or like a real big one to last forever. Mm-hmm. Well, I that's mean, another thing people forget about is those. 
Well, see, you need to make sure you got some guns, man, before that happens. Mm-hmm. Or else it's just going to take it from you. That is on the list, too. Because you just, having stuff is one thing. Protecting it and keeping it is a whole other thing. <laughs> but, you know, I, I do. I totally agree with Phil on that. I mean, I like i bring up music because that's a common thing people forget that like when your power goes out you have no access to any of your music dude i'm not but gonna be listening i have access to all my music i'm not gonna fucking listen to my music if the power goes out unless i have like a not not just an external battery i'm gonna want a fucking generator at that point <laughs> yeah that's another thing i want to do is like when or if i'm rich it's just like Get like not just like a like get solar panels, get everything you can to like self generate a house for twenty four hours. You don't need solar panels. Just get a fucking regular gas generator and keep some gas. Yeah, but those only power like your fridge and uh, a few other things. It depends. Like you can buy multiple. I mean, you buy a super expensive one, maybe. If you're fucking rich. Yeah, you can like if you can buy just two of them. Well, yeah, but to, I. I've dealt with those. One, they're extremely loud, so you have to keep them like quite a ways outside, and they don't power that much. They really don't. Well, your like your your washing machine, your fridge alone take up a lot. But if you start like if you just want to do other stuff, because your food's gonna be your priority, so you're gonna do the fridge. You might be able to do a couple other things, and that's it. Well, yeah. Well, how much shit do you, are you gonna be doing when it's like you're on survival mode? I mean, if you're on survival mode, you're going to want everything. You're going to want your lights. You're going to want your internet. You're going to want your uh, all your devices, your computer. If your powers are, you're probably not going to have internet anyways. Yeah, that's a good point. Not necessarily. I mean, it depends. And also, if you want to use cellular, like if you want to start using cellular data on your phone to download stuff and go on the internet, that eats up a lot of batteries. So either you have a lot of batteries to charge stuff, or you power up your house so you can charge stuff. Because they they do have different strength generators like man what you want to get into like i mean solar power is never you need to be careful with a lot of those places too because a lot of them are fucking scam companies I've oh yeah or they'll like charge you out the ass like fucking tesla they want like 30 grand to you know put solar panels around my house i'm like fuck that yeah well and i'm not saying just solar i'm just saying like i would do everything like for example solar and other stuff to power things self-sufficiently because, yeah, having a gas generator is great, but, like, for example, what happens if you run out of gas? You're not going to run out of sunlight unless it's, like, uh, you know, chi- unless you're China, you know? Obviously, out at night. during the, the nighttime, but I'm trying to think of things that are more, like, you don't need other resources necessarily for. Well, you can buy those, like, if you're rich, you can buy, like, and not even rich, like, some people do this for other shit. Like, you get a 500-gallon diesel, um, like, container and just shove it somewhere, you know, like, put underground. Like, my grandparents have an oil thing for their heat. Yeah. Do that with diesel. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things you can do, and that's one of the, like, we're lucky in some ways, too. Like, our heat, um, I believe the heat's... What is our? I actually forget how our heat is, but I know that our cooking is gas. So a lot of people that have like electric stoves couldn't cook, you know, if the power would go out. I mean, if you have uh, propane, you know, you can go fucking hand kill and just use propane. That too, yeah. We should like make a video, like one day when we actually have all this shit as like an an ultimate survival guide, you know, of really how. 
uh, I think that'd be a fun idea. Like, you know, you have your fucking generator, you have, you know, solar. Like, it's never a bad idea to have solar panels, but a lot of those things, they won't power as much as you'd think they would. Oh, I know. That's why I said you have to do multiple things. Like, one thing is solar panels to do some things, and one to do other stuff. Like, in the solar panels, too, what I would do, and this is kind of what Tesla kind of does, but this is obviously a more doomsday scenario is I would take the solar panels and while I had power, they would be charging up these like massive batteries that when things go to shit, like those batteries would just power everything. What's the thing too? It's like batteries, man. That's, that's the fucking weak spot. Yeah. They still suck. Like, I think I read something where like in some place, I think it was England that was doing this, but like they'll use pumps onto like a dam and they'll pump the water up the dam. And then when the solar is done, it'll go down and it'll like power the dam. I think of hydro. Like it'll, like they use solar panels to go and operate water pumps to pump the water up the stream. And then when it goes, you know, when the night's happening, it'll use that as a form of battery. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I know there's, I forgot the full thing. There's hydro something that's of a type of renewable energy, but hydro, I mean, I, but you need a fucking dam in your fucking house. We're not yeah. Hey, that'd make a pretty, you know, attraction in your backyard. You don't have a fountain, you have a freaking dam. That reminds me, dude. I, I was with my parents like a, it was like a few, it was like a month ago. And there's like, you ever see like those fucking beavers, man? Like, do you ever think, like, how crazy it is that those little motherfuckers can, like, make actual dams? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. We used to see some at the lake home of my grandparents. Like, it's just amazing how much damage they can do to, like, an ecological system with their dumbassery. But it's very smart. Yeah, they can cause a lot of damage. Yeah, fucking animals, man. How do we... You need to buy that gun. How did we get into like survivalist, uh, like road warrior? We've actually, like, we've actually done it. Like for the last couple of weeks, we've actually <laughs> talked about a lot of like survival shit. Like we were, I was, uh, um, I was, we were talking about the other day. We were talking about um, survival food and shit. Like you know how, uh, like the My Patriot Supply stuff, where you can store it. And it stores for up to 25 years or some shit. Like, it's it's something that, like, I, I mean, it, it, it makes you sound weird, but it's like, but then again, uh, it's like, I, I don't know what's weird anymore. Like, I, the old, and the older I get, the more plausible the weird shit sounds. Like, yeah, well, like, well, consider, too, we're living in a pandemic where people are fighting over toilet paper and stores of empty shelves. Yeah. I mean... This, I personally think the next one, which there will be eventually, is going to be far worse and far deadlier. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, let me let me put it this way. Um, you know, like if if you had told me a few, like if you had told me five years ago that we would, <sighs> if you had told me five years ago that so like back in twenty fifteen. Or I guess 2016 now. If you had told me that in five years we'll all be wearing masks over our faces, we'll all be working from home and you know mandated to work from home and all that, I would have been like, "That's fucking crazy. That that's 
that's fucking out there. And I mean, I think a lot of people would. And yet here we are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's, I think also, you can never be too safe or too careful. So always have backup and consider this as the type of people we are. I mean, we're persecuted by big tech. We're persecuted by every pretty much corporation under the sun. When is it going to get to the point? Because it's not if, it's a when that we're going to be the ones not just banned from Twitter, not just banned from Facebook, but banned from banks, banned from stores, banned well, from PayPal and moving your money around in any way you, you can think of. Save up, get ready. It's best to be prepared. You know, when, when are they going to, I'm not saying they're going to ban guns because that's not going to happen, but when are, they're going to make it harder for you to get a gun. It'll be legal, but you know, you said mean tweets and your uh, employer found that you've said X, Y, and Z in the past. So we've deemed you unsafe and unfit to own a firearm. So sorry, can't get one. That That's the road we're going down. I mean, we talked about poopy pants earlier, but and we laugh a little bit, but think of what the broader repercussions of living in an age yeah, in where about social 10 media years, has currency. And it's, in about 10 years, somebody's going to be like, oh, look, Caitlin Bennett, you shit your pants back in, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> Can't trust you with guns. I don't know if I can trust you with a firearm. Do you see that article I posted from, you know, fucking Daily Wire of all places, but, like, apparently <laughs> they're trying to go and have a race offenders list. Yeah. Like a sex offender list. Mm-hmm. You know, I could see it. Yeah, you know, they're gonna put you on there, and they're all just gonna ban you because they consider you like potentially racist. Well, it yeah. was isn't wasn't that kind of what Candace Owens was doing though before she became a right winger? Yeah, I've looked into that. If you search for um, God, what's that thing called again? Social. What was it again? It's social something. It's not a social galactic. That's Fox Days. Stupid. It's something else. Social. Yeah, I, I'm I, looking up right now on Wikipedia, but yeah, she was doing a thing that was basically like a bolt, like a you know, a bulletin board of wanted posters for conservatives that were bullying and doing all kinds of mean things. And I understand if it's coming from a genuine place where it was coming from, but if it's not coming from a genuine place, ooh, that's scary. Um, I'm finding it on here. Uh, was that on Kickstarter? <laughs> Holy crap! I guess it was Social Autopsy. That's it. Oh yeah, Social Autopsy. And it was around the GamerGate time too. I think it was trying to dox like right wingers involved with GamerGate or something. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I mean, that's one of the reasons why I've kind of been suspicious of Candace Owens for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really weird um, how that worked out. I don't know the full details. I'm not accusing her of anything strip. I mean, I've looked into I think you look more into it, Alex, but I haven't looked deep enough in it to get the truth, but I've been told it was basically a conservative doxing site. Yeah, she she did some weird shit. Like, with that. it's been a while since I looked that up. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing, too, is, like, there's so many of these people, like, cause we started this about Lauren with so many crazy things that, you know, just in, like, a year, some of the things I've learned about people that we've all learned about, you quickly lose track of it all. 
Yeah. Oh, hey boy, e drama or any other crazy things we can mention before we close out? Mm. Uh. Did you see? This was a funny story. The Trump pardon a gamer. Really? Yeah, I'm not making that. Like, like the dude yeah. who I was vaping. No, no, no. It was a dude that took like campaign money and was spending it on Steam. Well, I thought that was the guy who got who was like vaping in Congress, so. Oh, really? I heard about that. <laughs> Maybe it was. <laughs> it was just a funny headline. Whether it's right or wrong to be pardoned for that, I just thought the headline was funny. Yeah. Oh, so my God. Kind of sounds funny. Yeah. I'm looking through our news section to see if there's anything else interesting. Uh, but... twelve packs. Twelve pack says, "I think to me, listen to early early metal." Twelve pack. Who who the fuck do you think you're talking to? Of course, I listen to early metal. Mm, there you go. What do you define as early metal? Well, that that's what I want to know. What 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 does what does twelve pack define as early metal? Like. I I I wasn't a I wasn't a fucking Iron Maiden, and and uh, you know like like even going back to the seventies, like I guess some people consider Led Zeppelin metal. I don't know if that would work. I do not. I guess you could say they were like uh, I don't know. I mean, some other stuff maybe, but it's like it's called a metal band. I wouldn't go that far. Maybe they did some metal songs. But... A King Diamond. Dude, yeah, fucking, my fucking yeah. instructor had like a hard on for uh, what was it? That, that one guy you were talking about, Sean. Oh yeah, I, oh yeah, oh yeah. Twelve pack. I fucking love Sabbath. Is, are you talking about Led Zeppelin, Alex? Yeah, yeah, Led Zeppelin. He had like a fucking hard on for like money and shit. Oh, that was a Led Zeppelin though. That was Pink Floyd that did money. <laughs> Somebody called Pink Floyd a metal band. Pink Floyd is not metal. It's called prog rock. Get it right. Whoever called it. Metal. He, he mentioned some other shit. I, I had so much time with that dude because my parents were afraid to like take me out driving, so they just hired that motherfucker. <laughs> what? They really didn't. He was a driving that. instructor. Yeah, like they just kept having me go this driving instructor. So my mom was it was just rock. Like Maybe. back in those days, it was just rock. There's no genres back in those fucking days. It was like, oh, it was rock. And I think there was like race records. That's how they fucking called them. Yeah. <laughs> that's what R&B used to be called. Yeah. They used to be called race records back in the day. Oh, God. That's and like, um, yeah, like, that's so, a different meaning today. See, See these like, asshole, these assholes that are like, oh, we're still racist country. Like you, you have any idea how much what kind of fucked up shit was going on in the sixties yeah. and shit? Like yo, and and the kind of world we live in now is like fucking glorious you, compared to you, that time. You want to, you want, you want to hear something funny? Is like someone is some black guy called me racist like a few months ago because I don't like rap music like oh you had that happen i've gotten that right and i'm cool. like and i'm like motherfucker i i wasn't to i wasn't to like r&b and whatnot and, he, and so i started well, i started no you always got to tell them look 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 so so whenever somebody says that just go go with the what do you call what do you call rap 
Mm. Just uh, just say that. Just say that. Anytime anybody's like, oh, you don't listen to rap. Well, what do you what do you what do you call rap? Yeah. Like, just, yeah. Just, just turn it on him. Like, oh, uh, well, what what do you what do you call rap? Like, yeah, I, I did that another. I don't call that. Ja, don't don't. Do, and, and if you tell me jaw jaw rules rap, you're fucking fired. <laughs> I, I did I did that I did that the second time around. Did you guys? I know this is off topic, but did you, I'm scrolling through the chats. Did you guys see Don Lemon's kitchen on New Year's? Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, talk about, yeah, that's fucking weird, man. There's a little chef statue in there that's um kind of racist, might I say? <laughs> oh, apparently it's okay, because he's black and he can have little slave boys in his kitchen. If he's a black. little blackface slave boy in particular? I mean, that's what it looked like to me. Well, he has the same thing. They probably have the same supplier as that uh, fake uh, Indian lady. Fake Indian lady? Yeah. Oh, Pocahontas. Pocahontas, yeah. Yeah, yeah probably, the same probably pals. some racist shit in her kitchen, too. Yeah, it's always a cover. It's always a guilty cover when they say when they flout yeah. as to how not X, Y, and Z they are. But what's funny though is like I was watching the New Year's stream of Times Square. That was the saddest thing ever. And I don't mean sad and like crying sad, but just pathetic. It was like De Blasio and his wife like hit a ball in a crowd of like a few people, and then the press. And I kind of like this because I think. You know, we should keep the press in line. They were kept in like little like cattle cages, like they were walled off by Kia ads and like these little cubicles, and like each one had their own separate one, six feet apart. It was silly looking. And then when when the countdown clocks up, dude, like I don't think it was like this last time. Like there are ads everywhere, of course, but there was like a freaking Kia ad on the entire thing, like right behind the clock. I'm like. Like screw off! Like I'm, just, I'm an ad major, and that bothers me. Yeah, yeah, for Bill sure. Blasio, Bill De Blasio is he's might awful. Be the worst. He's he's probably the worst mayor in the history of America. Like, I, I, I mean, just awful. Like an awful. What an awful fucking mayor. Oh, no, like, no. look, you have like, uh, you have uh, apparently Andrew Yang is always oh, run for mayor, trying yeah. to run for mayor, and 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 I mean, all he has to do is go. I'm not, uh, at least I'm not Bill yeah. De Blasio, and he should be a shoe in. Oh, oh, that reminds me. That that reminds me. Thank you for reminding me. Um, I know that we brought up Dave Rubin way back in the beginning of the show. Yep. Uh, he's speaking of. Grifters running for office. Uh, oh boy, he, he is supposedly running for governor against, no. against Jerry Brown. Oh, oh what? what? Or no, against no, against 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 Gavin Newsom. What? I need to find this. Don't do it, dude. That's the dumbest thing I've no. ever heard. Just, just, just no. Was there a tweet on this? Where, where did you see this? I well, think I think it, I saw it on Facebook. So, um, well, that's when you know it's fake. <laughs> I'm kidding, but yeah, no, Facebook I, is. No, I'm not I, saying it's not true, but you know, no, it's I, Facebook. I, well, no, I no. think it was. I think it was from from his verified, or no, it was like one of his YouTube videos. That, like I'm considering running for governor. 
Oh god, dude, no! I hate it. It's like when Chang did it. It's like no. Like that. That that's like when that's like when Chank Uyghur fucking ran <laughs> for uh ran for Kate Katie Hill's old seat and fucking just got demolished. Like no, just don't do it. Don't fucking do it. The You're hard. Don't fucking do it. I don't like the idea either, but I know a bunch of Californians who do. And let let's face it, yeah. they they don't like they don't really like Dave Rubin either. But let let but no. also, let's be clear: you have to have a really fucking shitty governor if you would vote for Dave Rubin over your. Governor. <laughs> oh, Democrats are very would not vote for him anymore. Yeah, he would lose big time. Like that's just so well, strategically well, I mean, stupid. Well, well, I mean, I don't like California is so corrupt. I don't, I don't. Who's to say that they they're never like? Who's to say that they don't use these fucked up voting machines and shit too? Like it's oh yeah, they probably do. It's, I mean, we 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 are living in a world now where we know that. This cor- this corrupt shit is going on, and it's 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 eye opening. It's eye opening, and it's like, well, what what do we do? What do we do now? And it's like, well, like everybody's paying attention to these fucking Georgia runoffs. Like, how the fuck are you? How do you expect to run a Georgia Georgia runoff in the with the same bullshit that was used to be to run the last sketchy election just a couple of weeks ago? Like, I, I'm. There's, it just bothers me. It just bothers me that people are this fucking stupid to just buy buy into it. Like, oh well, I I guess nothing's wrong here. Well, it's like, oh, the eyes, they're like, oh well, the eyes are on are on Georgia this time. Like, really, like the eyes are more on them than the presidential fucking election, right? Like, I'm I'm, the logic is just terrible. I, I I don't. I don't know. Just yeah. By the yeah, I found the video you were talking about. It sounds like a clickbait headline, so I don't know. He wants to get attention. That's why he did it. Yeah, he's he's just. It's the worst thing ever. It's not to stop. Just I would, I would, I would rather him do stand up comedy again than run for fucking governor of California. Okay, and I hated his stand up. So (laughs) Steven Steven Crowder can't do fucking stand up. Comedy either. I, I'm I'm sorry, but like his stand up is god awful. I mean I mean it, it's an art. Like stand up comedy is an art. Like I mean I mean not everybody can do it. Hey, you know? look, I mean Hey look, I, I can't do stand up comedy. I do sit down comedy instead. So. <laughs> all right. I'll, I'll be your That was so funnier than folks. all Dave Rubin's. Yeah, that that ever. right there, that little line right there. Was funnier than anything that came out of Dave Rubin's mouth. It's funnier than it is. It's funnier than anything. That, yes, that was meant to be a dirty joke too. Like, okay, it, anyway, go for it. It's funny. It's funnier than anything that has come out of Owen's mouth uh, too. Of course, that's not saying much, dude. It's, I mean, Dave Rubin. Could you imagine? being on that show now and him trying to like you know sell you on his run like yeah 
I, 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 I'm very qualified to be California's governor because I live here. I pay taxes. I know how bad it is. So vote for me. I mean, I, I'm I'm Dave Rubin. The, you know, you know me. The, you watch the, me on YouTube. The 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 re, the regressive left. Yeah, oh God. That, that's what, that's like his favorite catchphrase. The left is no longer longer progressive. They're regressive. Regressive. Wow. Thank like, you for that like, insight, Dave like, Rubin. I don't understand. I don't understand how a stand-up comedian can become that fucking milk toast boring on his shit. Like I'm just like uh, yeah, you 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 see these interviews and it's just like boring. It's fucking boring. Like, yeah. Like it, oh, they, it, they just they used to be good. They used to be good because he'd have good oh. guests on. But yeah. now he doesn't. The the only good guest he's had on for like the last year is honestly, in my opinion at least, Dennis Miller. But of course, that's because I'm literally a a, a DMZ member. DMZ. So. <laughs> Dennis Miller zone. Not the demilitarized zone. <laughs> speaking, speaking of, speaking of, I, I am, I am kind of happy. I mean, people complain that, but Dennis Miller retired at the end of last year. Mm -hmm. He was like, "Nope, I don't have anything more to add, so I'm not gonna like." Yeah. I and mean, it's good that he's going out that way rather than like dragging it out or being like, "Hey guys, remember me." You know, I don't have much to say, but I'm gonna try saying something anyway. Like at least he's being, you know, modest he, about it. Like, he, well, yeah. he he's like, he's like, I'm 67. I don't want to ride this into the fucking barn like like the Rolling Stones did. Oof. And uh, and I I want I want to travel the world, the world, and also, showbiz is fucking overrated. So, it's horrible. I mean, sure. Look, like the, the the entertainment industry has just become disgusting. I mean, it's always been disgusting, but even more so now. Uh, like I can't imagine. I couldn't. Have, I don't know. I, I I I would hate being famous. Like I would hate being famous like that. Like that would just. Mm. Well, the, I don't know. Well, just, the, well, the the few the few times I I the few times I did tell him uh, the few times I did talk to Dennis. I I remember one time. I uh, I asked him. I'm like, so Dennis, do you have any uh, do you have any stand up uh advice for me? He goes, what? He goes, babe, kid, you think I'm gonna give you a fu fucking uh stand up advice so you can kill the uh so you can kill the lions? Fuck off with that shit. But I'll tell you what, you ought to stick to that podcasting thing, babe. You're pretty good at it. So <laughs> he actually say that. I I'm. I'm kind of doing a quasi impression, but yeah, that yeah. is kind of what he said. So yeah. you know, that's funny. that's funny. But hey, I mean, I I, I like when people like subvert your expectations because like you'll ask for something and they'll like this is a small thing, but I remember when I was at CPAC and I saw Nuance Bro there, the YouTuber. Mm -hmm. I was like, hey, you Nuance Bro? He's like, no, nah, I get that a lot though. And he's like, no, just kidding, I am. I was like, it ca it gets you off guard at first. He's just like, no, no, I'm not him. <laughs> you know, it's like you, you get those people that do that because they, they probably get these questions like 50 million times. And they're just like, 
how do I make this one a bit more different than the last? Or how do I have some fun with this one? Like the truly great ones. Like if you're going to be a really great stand-up comic, it's like you got it's first off, you it's like an it's like art anything art form. You got to start young. Like you, you look at some of the greatest, you look at some of the best stand-up comics ever like you they started young like look dave Chappelle, louis ck like all these guys they started really really young and they just worked on their craft they just kept doing it like you know and then the first and the first decade they were doing it they weren't they weren't really that good like i mean i remember some of dave Chappelle's earliest stuff it wasn't really that good it just but you know you keep you you keep working at it. You 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 try a joke here or there, and if it doesn't work, whatever. And if it does work, great. And then like you know, and you kind of keep you keep going at it. Like Joe Rogan, right? Joe Rogan. He like when he first started doing it, it was it it was kind of funny, but it was wasn't that funny. But you like you keep working on it, and then it like you know, and then you you read the crowd, you you understand like you get a feel for the for the venue and you know you, mm-hmm. you have your your joke setups with the punchlines and you know and you, and you have to, you have your beginning stuff and then you got you 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 end it with a finale you know you there's there's a lot there's a lot that goes into it there's a lot of moving parts that go into it and it's an it really is an art form and I, you know i like I respect, I respect the really good ones, like the really good ones. I don't like, I mean, like, like Amy Schumer, I'm like, Oh my God, I hate you. I hate you so much. Um, yeah. And it comes down to, I mean, it's simply all in what you're describing is, and I know there's more too, but like a simple way for, I tell anybody that's doing anything to start off and this, cause this is what I do. And it's become extremely useful. It's just simply, Scott Adams calls it A-B testing, and I just simply call it, like, testing. You know, you try something out. If it works, keep it. If it doesn't work, throw it out or maybe rework it or something. You know, get a feel for stuff and see what works. Because sometimes, you know, you got to be careful with that, though, because I know if comedy, it's a much easier thing to do. Because if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it just fucking doesn't. Like some things like movies, you know, or music or or even books. You can't tell me a million stories of people that were told this is trash and then they want to sell a million copies, you know, they'll get rejected a million times and then they get their breakthrough and then it's published and it sells a million copies like Harry Potter. But there's a lot of things like comedy is a great example, which I, I always thought is almost like a luxury or a not really a luxury but like a really useful uh sort of quick response that you can get from it they can't get from a lot of things like a book you gotta freaking read the whole thing with comedy you just get up there on the mic you tell a joke if people laugh they laugh they don't they don't you can move on right from there yeah and but, learn stuff yeah that's starting to get fucked over though because of the uh because of the cancer culture uh, yeah i mean that's what's that's honestly is it me or is Louis kind of like? I mean, I didn't. I don't follow him too closely. But when he came back after getting canceled, like, did you read some of those jokes he was saying in like private, you know, oh, stand-up I, routines? I, I listened to some of his leaked, uh, some of his leaked uh, material. And, like, yeah. I, I, I mean, is it me or did it make him like fucking edgier <laughs> and funnier? Well, no, he's <laughs> always. I don't know. I mean, I he. He's always really been like that. Like I've seen, like if you see if you ever seen him 
like especially like if you see him um like at a regular show like if you see him at a regular show that's exactly what lewis ck does okay that's yeah. exactly what he does and, and i'm telling you like for me like i went and seen him the uh i saw him one time in dc and it was like you had you had about a he the show was only supposed to be like about 45 minutes to an hour he ended up staying there for like an hour and a half oh, and and awesome. it was just funny it was just we were i was crying laughing so hard it was so it, yeah I, his easily my easily probably my probably my favorite stand up night ever like it was wow. just amazing warfist in the chat brings up a good point he says Louis CK went back to his roots with his newer stand-up special, which, which yes, I 100% agree. As as a longtime Louis fan, and and yes, folks, I know, shocker, I'm a Louis fan, but you know what? Mm-hmm. Well, actually, for those who have been around, you know I'm a Louis fan, but you know, to the to the first-time viewers, yes, I know, he wax off, big so what he's funny yeah i mean most people and and, 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 like most people most people have their fucking thing and he he mentions that in his stand-up right most people have their fucking thing that's like a weird proclivity right some these people like you know and and yeah the more you know like and and you gotta think like these these stand-up comedians have probably come up from wild wildish upbringings right where it's like some weird wild kind of upbringing not not maybe not in a good way like you know you're gonna come you're gonna collect some things here and there and it's like you know for him it's you know having women watch him whack off okay like january i mean yeah you know, know that's the difference they lump him in like that's the thing i didn't like about me too when it was getting to its like climax to that's a terrible phrase to use. <laughs> no no no, no, no. <laughs> no that's a for that's a for that's a perfect phrase sean that is a that, that is a that is a perfect phrase though <laughs> <laughs> uh, i just came out i didn't plan that i wasn't even kidding when i said well that's not the word i should have used there but you know when it came to its climax and when it was like going near the end there like you were getting just people lumped in with everyone and it's like louie was one of them and, and that and z's and sario guy too like those were the two that were like okay little weird maybe would run the wrong way but like to throw them in with harvey weinstein and the rape yeah. gang and the kevin spaces of the world like yeah. are you kidding me it's 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 not it's objectively not even close it's bill, not the same bill burr bill burr had a great rant about me too early on in fact i'll i'll try and i'll i'll try and send you the clip uh after we get done with the show because it's it's unbelievable but he he basically says and this is like me too at this point is like it hasn't been around for that long but it's been around like like long enough but basically he says uh that basically now me too is lumping in like every guy who has you know like ever looked at like playboy magazine with like harvey weinstein 
like yeah. there like there's there's absolutely no like there there are no degrees to this thing it's like you know you it's like you know usually when we assign jail times like we give people you know jail certain jail time for like robbery petty theft you know like misdemeanor crimes but now it would be just like we're we're just giving everyone the same exact you know penalty for you know rape and murder yeah it's like me too started off as a thing that we all agreed on as a society like yeah these people are screwed up let's expose them and get rid of them but it became a monster that really is what uh, gave birth to cancel culture. Well, that's really when the the cancel culture as we know it, know it today kind of came about. Well, well, think well, think about this for a sec too. Fucking Jerry Seinfeld, who is you know who is Mister Clean, got canceled uh, partially because. He said that Me Too had gone too far, which he's absolutely right about. First of all, yeah. But but think about that. Jerry Seinfeld, who who, who is pretty much loved by anyone who loves comedy, mm. got the you know got shit on for criticizing the, the Me Too movement. So yeah, he's like one of the most non-offensive comedians, and. It what? doesn't again. The line doesn't matter. It's just what? if we don't like you, you're gone. What's the deal with the laundry detergent? You know, like, yeah. like you know, like, yeah, like, why does popcorn <laughs> pop? Why does all? <laughs> what's the deal? Can I submit a hot take? I don't like Jerry Seinfeld. I don't oh, think he's funny. it's a it's an acquired taste. It, yeah. it, <laughs> you I fucking saw the fucking Seinfeld show when it was hot, so I don't know, man. You need to you need to watch uh cur- curb your enthusiasm is is better I think. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, what's well, his name? Well, that was a writer on. Well, yeah, film. like La- they, look, Larry David is like, it was the guy that made the Seinfeld show. I don't know. I, there was yeah. a difference between the Seinfeld show and then Jer- Jerry Seinfeld stand up. There, you you see a lot of Larry, like Larry David, ha- it, who's another funny guy too. But like, um. Yeah, he was the guy. He was the central guy to a lot of the Seinfeld show, and then this, of course, when well, didn't they end it once he left the show? Huh? Basi- didn't they end the show once he left? Basically, I mean, basically, they they went they went on for like two more seasons without him, yeah. but but they were but like people don't even count that because they were yeah. they were bad, but yeah, I mean, but I mean, Larry David is pretty much George in Seinfeld. Like literally, yeah. yeah. It's a bunch of fucking elite yeah. bitching about shit. You know, what what does the common man have anything to deal with that? You know, kind of a kind of reminds me of of real life New York, though. To be honest, yeah. But like, why do I give a shit about New York? They're a bunch of fucking elitists bitching about their stupid problems. You know, they I mean, there's there there really is. Like with New York, there really is like it's like a there's there's like a class war there's a real class warfare going on because you you if you actually go to New York, there's a lot of awesome people there. Like there's a lot of awesome Trump. people in New York, but like but there's you know there's a lot of rich pricks out there too. Like it's very. 
how it's the, the most fuck? American city ever. How do you live? No, I don't know about that. Like, see, there's there's two Americas out there. You know, you have your New York and then you have your Texas. Both of them are mm. equally American, but both of them are fucking opposite. That's oh, a good point. You you have your like right wing like fucking Second Amendment patriot America, then you have your like gay pride like super liberal fucking pussy America. And they're wow, that's the New York of today. No, 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 that, no, no. That, that's American. Like you don't see that shit in other like it first came over here. Like America is as much like gun toting fucking cowboy as it is like gay pride fucking like socialism bullshit. Yeah. Like, it, both fucking america but they're both like completely opposite of each other yeah and if you're the and if you're the tiger king or whatever his name is you get fucking both <laughs> well, he's yeah. not like, well he's gay but he's not a socialist he's like a libertarian's wet dream yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's every libertarian in a nutshell I still love that meme that you found out because it's like what libertarians think they are, Ron Swanson, what libertarians actually are, Joe Exotic. It's the most accurate thing ever. Yeah. Fucking is. Like, not, like New York, I don't know how people live there if they're making less than like a hundred grand a year. Like, it, it they is. Don't. They don't. They don't. But they, some people do. Some do, and they struggle. Like, I remember when my aunt was living there like she had expense like her apartment was nothing and it was freaking insanely expensive like more expensive than any apartment here so her job yeah had a like fucking deployments and combat boots oh, and fucking years of shit like yeah i was like i feel bad for the fucking people that had to clean up my fucking feet holy shit yeah, oh. i gave them nice tips that to go and yeah. take a fucking cheese skirt and they just went at it <laughs> Like, I mean, I take better care of my feet now, but like, shit. You think yeah. you think younger, younger, pluffy Phil was gonna fucking, you know, like no, it was like twelve mile ruck marches and three hours and shit. Like, fuck, no, my my, my feet were brutalized in my younger years, man. Dude, like, my fucking feet, man. That there's so much cheese on that shit. The fucking you know, Chuck E. Cheese would have a fucking ball with that. Dude, I got like twelve cheese pizzas and pepperoni and other shit in there with all the fucking scabs and stuff. Good thing he's out of business now. Dude, yeah, that's probably how they make their fucking pizza. Like aside from oh, like you know making zombie like mixed mix match pizzas, they're just gonna use some fucking toe cheese. Not to go on a tangent, but just the thought made me think of something. I'm surprised the Pizzagate people, to my knowledge, never went down the rabbit hole of children, Chuck E. Cheese, pizza. Wait, what? What well, oh, we got oh, going on here? Oh, God, Sean. There's other shit, too. Like, it's a fucking kid gamble. It's, it's basically the fucking casino for kids. It's a mouse casino. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. And then EA won up them with loot boxes for kids. I don't know, but like Chuck E. Cheese, they were the OG with that. Like, you were, like I don't even remember being there too much, but I remember being there a few times. It's like, yeah. it's fucking gambling. It is. <laughs> and it's okay if, if you do it for like bullshit <laughs> prizes, but you know, heaven forbid you do it on like a, like it, you know, there's a lot of stuff like that too. Like fucking those trading card games like that's a fucking o that's og loot boxes too because what do you get yeah that pretty much is a literal loot box like it's worse you know you get like your fucking pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh cards it's like okay, which one am i gonna get today am i gonna get like some bullshit like you know charmander am i gonna get like fucking you know 
I don't know, fucking Charizard with the golden thing on the back that's worth like 20 grand now. And it was kind of pay to win because you couldn't play Pokemon without the cards. So you had to buy them unless you stole them from your brother or found them in the sewer or something. I don't know. Oh, no. Train card games were entirely pay to win. That's that's the whole point. People, like, why are people okay with that? But, you know, and I'm, I'm not saying it's okay for game suit. I fucking hate when games suit, but, like. No, abolish loot boxes. They should be banned. If I were, if I were running for president, I'd run on banning loot boxes. Fuck that banned trading card games because they're just as bad and they're for kids. They're aimed directly at kids, a form of gambling. Yes. Like, I, you know, I was playing fucking RuneScape, and they're like, oh, the dual arena's just gambling for kids. I'm like, you know, Pokemon. people go and get <laughs> fucking Pokemon cards, and then you go and buy them, like, oh, what am I going to get? And it's like the fucking skins in, um, what you call it, uh, Counter-Strike. It's the same fucking thing. You, you try to go and collect the cards, but it's, it's wrong if it's virtual, but... You know, they're both pe- like it's a piece of paper or a couple or a bunch of fucking ones and zeros. Like it, it's both. You know, it's funny ones. too. Is the loot boxes will use literal cards most of the time. Like when they come out of the box, it's literal cards on the screen. Yeah, because it's the original <laughs> loot box. You know, then even before then, you had your stupid like pinball machines. Like my great, well, not my great grand, my grandfather. He was telling me he was, you know, back in the day, he was really bad, like an addict with those pinball machines mm. in arcade back in the days so i'm like yeah because it's fucking gambling <laughs> yeah. i wouldn't call that gambling because that is that's pay to play not pay to win it's still addictive though it's it's like a slot machine you know you get all those like little you know shiny bits yeah know? but but the thing is you're not playing a game of chance like there is skill involved with you hitting the little things you know to hit the ball i mean what it does have some elements i see what you mean but you know, for loot box, it's different because, I mean, they can engineer those things to be more addicting than any video game, like the actual game, like, or even any card game or anything. Oh, because know, of the, the, I, way I, they, the way they design it with all the dopamine hitting visuals and the, the mystery element and you get stuff that makes you win <laughs> half the time. Well, yeah, but that's what the fuck are you, like, those Yu-Gi-Oh cards, uh, like Magic the Gathering, like, I knew this... Like my friend, uh, you know, fucking Dylan, and like they they know hey, this one motherfucker. Hey guys, uh, <laughs> real real quick, I am going to, I am going to uh, go grab a beer real quick. Uh, I'm All not, right. I'm not doing the other. I'm not doing what you think I'm doing, Kevin. So. Oh, what's Kevin thinks in the chat? Yeah, Kevin. Well, my one of my my old stream crashed, so I had to start a new one. But, uh, well, I have to. I have to review a message that Kevin is going to send that says the asshole looking king show. Uh, Hot. Yeah. I'll end our stream soon, but continue your rant on no, cars. I, I know this one motherfucker, and like my friend Dylan did too. He like he used to live in the middle of a hallway, you know, and he'd spend all this money on weed and Magic the Gathering cards. And oh like, god this is why he's in the hallway and he yeah and he, that's what he would do you like jack off in the kitchen because he had nowhere else to go you know <laughs> people live like addicted to those fucking carts like adults even yeah it, it hits no, i knew people in elementary school that had binders full of them and i would be like i never got into it like i got like one or two packs because i initially thought it was cool and then when i got them i was just like yeah whatever 
you know it's like nobody to play it with and then like i didn't know how to play i i never got into that yeah, i'm glad i did play the game i like collecting those cards because they look cool like that that's fuck well that's the draw yeah and that's how i initially like got whatever first ones i did I, do you remember crazy bones i think they were called crazy bones what the fuck <laughs> is this i forget exactly what they were called, but it was something like that they were like these little plastic things I think it was Crazy Bones, yeah. And the game was, was you like set them up. What? Was it Mighty Beans? No, this was. I think it was Crazy Bones. I'm gonna Google it. You would set them up like on a floor or a table, and then you you take your finger and do like a flicking motion with your thumb and your first finger, and you like flick them and hit them so they would try. You try to hit your friends, uh, Crazy Bones, and knock them over. And if you hit them, you know, eventually like you'd win if you knock them all down. And like there were different shapes, and some of them you could put in different like you know ways you could hit them. Like some could lay down, some had to stand up. I remember collecting those because like that was such a huge thing in my elementary school. Everybody play them at lunch and do all kinds of shit. And I got a few from like a friend who would buy them, and it was like a drug deal. I'd like buy them <laughs> off of her. I'd be like, oh, I got some crazy bones, <laughs> and buy like a pack. <laughs> and I got like couple packs and i was like oh this is kind of cool and it died off we had the fucking beyblades man i remember that i remember that too major league like dreidel competitions <laughs> you know i wonder who's behind that one but like you probably has him as a sponsor <laughs> like fucking soupy just spun tops but like it was like that trading card game thing you know it's like oh we need to be competitive it's like pokemon battle with a fucking top and they put like metal bits on some of them it was so fucking stupid but like they attract kids and the thing is too you know they don't have a television show like they had that fucking anime television show with the Beyblade <laughs> people and then they sell the fucking, fucking anime on there it's like yeah that, that, that's how they get you that, that's that's fucked up you know like with youtube you're not supposed to do that sort of stuff like you're not supposed to advertise your shit to kids like i think logan paul done some shit for that but the fucking television did that shit you know, and it used to be illegal. Yeah, I think that was something. Yeah, I think Reagan changed that, if I'm not mistaken. Fucking libertarian bullshit. But, like, that, like that's... That, to me, that seems unethical. Like, when you have your Pokemon show, and then you sell your fucking Pokemon cards and fucking Pokemon games, like, that... Like, you shouldn't be able to go and sell it during the fucking show. And Beyblades is bad with that. Yu-Gi-Oh! was really bad with that. So just selling you off of this, like, fucking scam card game, like like a gambling addiction and nobody yeah. mentions that whenever they mention the loot box prom and i feel like that's that's not fair because that is just as damaging if not more so than these loot boxes and it's just going on like i wonder how much money I spent on these bullshit card games well the difference with the loot boxes though and i know the like phones have you know prevent some of this in certain ways but you know, parents give their and this has happened. Like I think Alex Jones had happened to, or somebody, somebody famous happened to. It's kind of funny. Like they give their kid their phone and start playing a game. It's like you got to pay nine nine to unlock this, and the kid goes click and it does it. I mean, my phone you have to have you know, I mean, a lot of iPhones you have to use a thumbprint or a face to unlock. You know, pay for something. But some of these parents would just let kids pay for shit, and that was the problem with those things. Was it was much easier for kids to buy stuff it was way more accessible i mean with the training cards i do agree with you like it is relevant to that conversation but you would have to go to a store to pick them up 
or get them off a friend, which requires a parent either way. Or you way. steal the fucking so. money from like your parents' like wallet when they're not looking and just call. You could, but it's way easier to just go on the phone, boom, do it. Well, it's all that too is these boomer parents like not knowing how to exactly. like, set up their shit. Oh, yeah. I mean, to be fair, I, I got busted for that. Well, it's like my my parents like put their credit card on the fucking Xbox. Oh no! <laughs> I got busted for like buying the horse armor pack from like uh, Oblivion or whatever. I was like, oh shit. That's uh, funny. I posted the Crazy Bones thing in Chad's chat. Yeah, it was, it was Crazy Bones. I remember that shit really well. Did we not? I never had that shit. Like that was never popular. Like it was insane in my school. Pokemon cards, Yu-Gi-Oh cards. There's yeah. something too I learned in my ad class, but I forget what the specifics are. But there are some ways that you can't advertise to kids. I, th- but like they obviously get around it somehow. There's some weird rules with that. I'd have to look into it, but it's it's kind of interesting. There's certain things you can't do. Yeah, but like they, I don't know, man. It just felt so fucked up because like all these. Oh, it is. All these kids' shows have like shit you can buy from it. You know, yeah. like that's I. I don't like that. Like they all have their own marketing thing. Like even if they don't advertise Beyblades, like the the products on the show, like the next show, like you know, might be like Pokemon afterwards. Then they give a Beyblade commercial. If you're gonna watch the same fucking Saturday morning vlog. You're gonna see that shit, and like, it's not very hard to go and see. You know, Beyblades is the shit when it's on your Cartoon Network, wherever the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. And, and like, yeah, think about that too. It's like pretty much every kids' cartoon show has, like, at least like back when I was a kid, they all had like these fucking like stuff you could buy from it. Like, they all had some sort of merchandise. Like, it was they didn't just have kids' shows that were just kids' shows. Like, maybe now they do. Maybe it changed. But when I was a kid, like, they did fucking Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh!, you know, all this other stuff. And they were all, like, heavily, like, advertised either for their, like, action figures like G.I. Joe and stuff or their card games or their Beyblades or or what have you. They were all had shit that you could go and spend tons of money on, too. And then the other thing, I, I forget what it was, but there was these, like, robots. I don't know if it was BattleBots but there was something my grand my my aunt gave me this toy for Christmas, and you had to go and have like multiple of these things to go and like actually fight each other. And the one robot was like a hundred bucks, but then you need like the other one. So I put like my parents in a bind where like I couldn't even play them unless I had the other one. So it's like, you know, they find ways to fuck you over with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and it's also consider what how advertising at that age is rewiring these kids' brains. Like from a young age, it's basically turning them into gamblers it's getting addicted to things it's i i would be really interested i don't know how you'd study this but to see like if there was a kid that wasn't exposed to any advertising a kid that was and how that changed them oh yeah it's terrible then they even have these games so like i was at walmart they this thing coca punk that's basically beer pong for kids (laughs) oh i've seen that yep like how is that okay like they have all these things which you know, kids really shouldn't be being exposed to, like, and, you know, the only thing that people even mention is, like, the loot boxes, which, thankfully, now have largely gone away from most games. Yeah, even the new Halo game, they literally explicitly said we're not doing loot boxes, Halo Infinite, Halo Infinite, because there is such an animosity right, guys, towards that. Oh, Sam's alive. 
bitching about. We're talking about Halo now with the black or without them now because it, it was it was uh like that you know people would bitch about it. i remember people bitching about it, but when battlefront 2 came out that was the breaking point there were literally congressional hearings over loot boxes that's how bad it got i i think people forget just how bad that was well dude they had that one like you know they say that that game was terrible but the worst one was that like uh lord of the rings game they ha- it was a single player only game that still had loot boxes in it. Yeah, yeah. Like, like why? And you know, like back in the day too, like you know they had DLC back then that was annoying. But like at least you got content. Like loot boxes, it was just like microtransactions. Like that's the worst thing. Like that's what and you didn't know what you were getting from it. And that's what I hate about smartphone games. So it's like why well, I don't really play any smartphone games is because they're all riddled with microtransactions. Yeah. Like you remember back in the day when you know you had like games like Angry Birds and like Plants vs mm-hmm. Zombies, like the original ones that didn't have microtransactions. And you had to pay for them, but now you don't have to pay for them. But once you get the app, you have to pay for all the microtransactions. Yeah, they're, yeah, yeah they're, like, and that and that's what I always warn people: like the free games are not really free. Yep, they're either harvesting your data. Or sorry, I don't want to say harvesting. They're stealing your data, or their microtransactions filled through the whole thing. I mean, and I'm in most cases, it doesn't bother me too much if it's like they're not stealing your data with their microtransactions. Because in some games, like Plants vs Zombies Two, I remember, I was able to do the full thing without a single microtransaction. But they would always prod you, like, "Oh, you can you can skip ahead a few levels if you pay us like five shekels." And I'm like, "No, sorry, I'll just." played the game you know radical concept well i I just rather play the fucking game like like there are some of them that make it so like i think there's a family guy game or one of those stupid ones it was like farm like Like, they they have so many they have all those games are the same stuff oh look there's this franchise that you have yeah you know here you can go and like you spend you know you can go and do all this stuff but like you have to go and wait or you pay us whatever micro currency they have in here and we can just skip that and start not yeah. working do all this stuff at once and becomes gradually longer and longer and more grindy to even get anything basic done like i think they had i remember seeing an article there they had some sort of like my little pony game it was the same sort of concept, know. but it would take you like a thousand years if you didn't pay for microtransactions to actually complete it. And like, as funny as it is, yeah. you know, fuck with the Bernie community like that's, you know, that, that that's pretty fucked up. Like, I think stuff like that should be discouraged, if not banned. Yeah. No, I was actually watching a video recently by, again, the Actman guy on the history of loot boxes because i mean i'd known about i remember the battlefront 2 thing very well because i think i was telling you about alex when it was happening yeah i know but i was telling you about the like the anger that was coming out about the loot boxes and that reddit post from ea that like saw a firestorm um i remember telling you about that i don't know if you like already knew about it, but like i remember talking about it was my point i was trying to make but um because yeah you did play the beta and get the full thing but I didn't know too much about the stuff that came before. Like, I'd heard about season passes. I'd heard about, you know, paying for Xbox Live. I've, I've known microtransactions very well. But he was going over the full history of, like, pretty much money in games and going to what we have now. And it seems like what things are going towards is what Fortnite has is this battle pass or something it's called. I don't yeah. know too much about yeah, it. Yeah, battle pass. Into it. 
COD Call of Duty Mobile, which I play, actually has like a similar thing. Too. Yeah. Call, well, how does it work? Call, well, basically, like, it, it's not that bad actually on Call of Duty Mobile, but basically, what it is is like they is like they do like a theme like every like two or three months or so yeah um and it's like with fortnite doing mandalorian right now and what the and what they'll do is they'll uh they'll give you like an exclusive like weapon and then you'll like you can get like an exclusive like set of perks for like ten dollars and that's like the season pass okay yeah mobile one like i know modern warfare on the pc you don't like you don't have to pay for anything you can if you want to like unlock the weapons like faster or easier but like you can still get everything that's not cosmetic like normally. yeah that's what i've heard of that's happened to a lot of things especially in reaction to those loot boxes but he was listing all the games that had them at the time it's like every fucking game every major game had them in some way and like just listening to all of it and seeing what's been happening to video games, it's honestly it's really sad because it started off, you know, for a while it was something that was like artistic and interesting and innovative. And then people were kind of mock video games, like, oh, it's just a waste of time. They're not art, they're just a waste of time, blah, blah, blah. And then now it's like it's gotten to a point where it's there's still the artisticness there, but it's like in a cloud of greed and just slimy, disgusting, you know, corporate crap that it's just really gross, honestly. You know, you don't could you imagine that was in a movie like, oh, you have to pay five dollars to see the last uh, episode, you know, or not last episode, the last 30 minutes of this movie. I mean, yeah, you have to pay for episodes and stuff on like iTunes, but. It's just on another level with these games. It's just really gross. Just having it there is just gross. Knowing that there's like this shit there, it's annoying as hell. You know, I miss those games where just none of that. Like when I play like Battlefront 2, the original, there's not a dollar sign in that game. It's just straight up the game. Came out the expansion. I know there was at least one expansion pass, but or expansion that came out for it for the Xbox Live version. Like for the Xbox original, but I and that one might have actually been free after a while. Like they used to do that on Xbox, like in Halo Two, they had a map pack that came out. Like if you waited like a few months, they give it to you for free. Or, yeah, you know, and then they used to have games, and you would just get the game, and you didn't have. And to it would work. Expansion. It would work. And now it's like not only are you paying like sixty dollars for a game, but you also have to go and pay for either expansions or like DLC. And, like, that's the thing, too. Like, back in the day, like, when Halo Halo 2 had an expansion pack, and, like, they actually released it as a separate disc and, like, your $40, but, you know, you actually got a lot of content for it. And then, you know, fucking Oblivion, they had both the best and the worst because, like, the worst was a fucking horse armor pack that did nothing, but it was cosmetic, you know. But the best That's the thing you spent money on. Yeah, I I bought all the (laughs) expansions I got for PC with the game of the year edition and it had like this one expansion in there it was like the shivering isles and that was probably one of the best expansions like it was a full-on other story a huge new area like yeah. you know and then it went from that to these more microtransactions instead of just 
like and that happened once the internet became more ubiquitous and higher speed you know when you could download shit off the internet a lot quicker you used to be able to go and like you you would not be able to go and buy an expansion pack unless you got it from the fucking store or if you were like really great and really great internet but now once the internet became fast enough you could download dlc that was like you know maybe it's just a couple of maps that became maybe just one map maybe it's just a weapon and it becomes like smaller and smaller and the price goes down but then you have to go and buy more of it or yeah. you buy the fucking season pass which is the price of a whole nother game well, the, you know, that's the thing. Gaming really changed once it got hooked up to the internet. Once the Xbox got on the internet, once the PlayStation got on the internet, that's when all this shit changed. Oh, we don't have to ship a full game? We can fix it post-launch. Day one DLC. Day one patch. Day six patch, you know? Yeah, it, but, yeah but at the same time... But at the same time, they kind of fucked themselves up because, like... I remember, I remember, like, DLC was, like, I remember back in the day when DLC was, like, you had a complete game, but DLC was, like, you got all this extra cool shit that, like, yeah, yeah. That, like you didn't need, but was cool to have, so, like, that's why people would yeah. have DLC, and, like, people were okay with that, and now it's, like, DLC is required to have, almost, and so now people don't, it's, like, why did they fuck themselves over, like, like, like that's ultimately a case of, you know, don't break a, don't break, you know, don't break a good thing, or you know, if it's not broken, yeah. fix it. Well, see, that's the problem with DLC though, and and I did notice that. Like, let's say you're playing Call of Duty, and they had a new map pack that came out. If you don't have that map pack, like you're splitting up. Like, if you have map packs, you split up the community basically. Yep. You have does, and that's a problem. That's why. I am actually really interested, and I initially I really like what Halo is going to do with Infinite, which is that it's kind of going to become. Bear with me on the analogy, Fortnite, <laughs> because while Fortnite is what it is, the one thing that Halo is kind of doing, like they're or going to do. They're going to make it like a service in the sense of like, hey, you pay your $60, you have the Halo game with the base uh, campaign and base multiplayer. But the good thing is, this is going to be the Halo for the next 10 years. So when we get new maps for multiplayer, when we get new campaigns, instead of having to buy another game, you just download it. I hope for free. Sounds like it's going to be free. And it's kind of getting like a new season of a TV show. It's like, you're not, like you said, like you're, like that's the problem with Call of Duty. Every year it's a new freaking Call of Duty with a new multiplayer, new campaign, new game, new disc, new everything. You literally are splitting people up over like four or five games. Your friend has this one, but you don't. I personally think the Halo new formula is going to be really successful if they do it right. I think initially they're going to probably have some issues and it's going to be like, patch after patch but i think long term it's gonna be a really smart way to go and it sounds like modern warfare kind of is doing this already but i don't you know they've there's been talks of a modern warfare too but if they do it like how Halo's gonna do i think it'd be smart they already have a modern warfare too but it's well not the old one i'm talking about like a new yeah i know but they didn't make like a reboot version like this one is the one you have yeah, 
don't know. Like, I miss Concern because, like, that's the other thing I kind of miss, too, is, like, back in Halo 3, you played on the original Xbox 360. Like, you, if you want to go and customize your character, you can. But, like, you had to fucking earn it. Now it's just, like, oh, you know, you have that season pass, and that's yeah. how you customize your character. And, like, I mean, it's a, it's a small thing, but, like, I used to, you know, I got that fucking recon in that game and that was like the vidmaster challenges and that was a pain in the ass that was actually really difficult only like x amount of people actually got it but i fucking did i did all those fucking things like <laughs> and it was difficult i got my helmet that showed that i was one of the few people that actually could play that game that well and now it's like oh we're not going to do that instead we're going to go and like maybe have a handful of like shitty customization options if you want anything cool you have to go and spend real money like they did that in halo 4 with the fucking unicorn armor yeah like that was the only one that like looked like significantly different but it was like either pre-ordered it was a fucking pre-order bonus too that's a whole other shit that i hated that i'm glad it's gone those fucking pre-order bonuses yeah i remember when that was a thing because like i remember like i think it was 76 they had a big controversy with that because i don't think people were getting what they wanted or something that fucking game was a controversy. Like, it, 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 yeah. It's still broken, dude. It's still broken. That's the funniest thing. People give cyberpunk shit. Dude, that game is in such a way better state than some of the footage you see on the internet of Fallout 76. And in current state, in current state, that game is still broken. Well, yeah, like, you know, I, I just beat fucking, you know, that that fucking cyberpunk game. Like, there's like if you have for the consoles you know i i understand like that's yeah release that but if you have for the pc like there are some annoying bits of glitches and we've showcased a few of them but it's not nearly as bad as like what a lot of people are saying like where it's unplayable like no you can you can beat it and you can have a fulfilling experience but like you know people i think were over reacting to it because it wasn't this like thing that they thought out to be because yeah sure some of it was cd project red they were saying it's going to be this like oh you know you can do this and that and you can customize your dick size which you can do in this game <laughs> but like they thought it was a lot bigger than it was supposed to be and in, in some respects that's true but like it was still a well, fun I game for too, what it was. I had like they were i think cg project red was like they were talking about the game it was going to be, and that's just not the game we got. Like, I think, like, look, there, somebody on Reddit found a freaking railway system that's supposed to be there, but it got cut. I, I, that's what I think ultimately happens. I think they were promising stuff that they actually planned to do. It's just they didn't have the time, and they shipped it anyway when they should have just waited a year. But I think they want to get in 2020 because that was like Cyberpunk 2020, and yeah they're yeah. dead set on that and they already delayed it once and they, they got delayed it twice i think maybe even three times yeah and they honestly probably should have been delayed another year and they were yeah have- they overshot that initial release date like oh my god you wouldn't believe or undershot it, i guess you could say but, but yeah no but like it, it was like it was supposed to be released I enjoyed that game. Like, I seriously did enjoy that game. Like, it was fun. It looks story. awesome. The, the story was awesome. I, I, I enjoyed the story. You know, like, and the stuff you can do, you can get your fucking cyber implants, you can, like, do your hacking shit. Like, it's 
you know, I'm sure you can do some, like, you can do a lot of the same things you could do in this game and other games, but you can't really do all of them in one game like this. Yeah, which creates a whole new experience right there, having it all in one. Yeah, and I, and I think it's, you know, like, they're doing pretty bad right now, but, like, you know, it's not, like, compare it to a Bethesda Zenimax game. You know, like, people were like, oh, you know, this is so terrible, but, like, look at fucking Oblivion. <laughs> look at all out, like, not even 76. Like, yeah, definitely look at that one. <laughs> look at some of their, even their successful ones, like New Vegas. Like, there's so many fucking glitches. I'd have seven saves at any given time for pretty much any Bethesda game since Oblivion because I know if I didn't have seven saves, there's a chance there could be some sort of glitch that I would either not be able to complete quests or my entire save would be fucked. And I've had it happen multiple times, and, like, I lost hours of gameplay. Like yeah. Oblivion, like there was one glitch with my one saver. Like I had a, um, you know, I used like a, a summon sword, and as soon as the summon sword ended, my game would, like, the game would crash. Well, apparently in '76 too, there was a, I don't know if you heard about this. There was a a room players found that you couldn't go into, but through a glitch they got in there, and it was basically like a dev you know uh throw away like sandbox room of like what it was gonna be and so they had like pieces laying around like stuff that was fully rendered and stuff that wasn't stuff that it's just like almost like a closet of like crap i mean the the stuff in that game is unparalleled to what people are even the worst things people are saying about cyberpunk and i get these like clickbaity videos on youtube every time it's like cyberpunk is worse than you think the bugs are only the start there's more problems here than just the bugs they can't fix this game i'm like what are you people talking about i think there's some people that just want to hate it and there are people that bank on the hate well and then i will i will admit let's let's be honest a big part of the marketing well let's be let's be more honest the entire marketing was centered around the fact that Keanu, praise be, was going to be in this game. Oh, he is. Yeah, but but, yeah, and he is awesome. But I mean that. But I mean that was their entire marketing stick. From what he did play a very significant part in the game. Like, oh yeah, I know, I I know, I know he does, and I haven't even played it. So, well, that's why I like from what I've seen is that. Like, some games, like, Call of Duty had Kevin Space. I remember um, I hadn't seen that one, but um, (laughs) what was that? Yeah, hindsight's 2020, but, man, they fucked up with that. Yeah, I know. With that one, though, like, from what I understand, I don't think Spacey had that big of a role in the game, but obviously not as big as Keanu, because Keanu sounds like he's, and I don't want to spoil, because, like, kind of know what goes on but i kind of don't so i don't want to spoil it anyway but it sounds like he's kind of a part of you in the game yeah. at all times most of the time and yeah it's like they it's not just a marketing t- tool it's actually like he's actually there you know it's not just like a throw-in cameo that you know he only had to show up for once you know like one day of shooting no, and like, honestly, God, like, if heaven forbid they, I hope they fucking recover from this because I'd love to see another cyberpunk game. Like, 
sequel, prequel, whatever the fuck, you know. With I don't know if they'd make a sequel, honestly. Maybe in a long time, but like a prequel featuring Keanu. Yes. You know that that guy's role. Well, you well, this made me think of a game of like another game that had significant bugs when it came out initially, but. But do you guys remember way way back in the in the day when uh when Star Wars Knights of the Old, the Old Republic was a thing? Yes, I remember seeing it on game shelves. Night, yeah. Well, well, Knights of the, well Knights of the Old Republic two, the Sith Lord, Lords was a game that was basically re- released like unfinished, and we're talking like this was before DLC you know, even existed. Hell, this was before multiplayer even existed. Mm. Well, so, what was wrong with it? Well, I mean, it was done, but they had they had to, they basically had to rush it out in time because LucasArts basically told, or no, Lucasfilm told LucasArts that they basically wanted the game done by the time of, like, of Revenge of the Sith, even though... Oh, yeah. Even though, you know, the two, like, stories have nothing to do with each other. But, you know, people thought, you know, I guess they thought because of the marketing and all that stuff. So, there was, like, a lot of stuff that they had to cut out. Um, There was, like, a lot of stuff that they had to cut out of the, of Kodor 2. You know, for time purposes. But then, like... Just five years ago, uh, a group of mods decided to uh, get together and like find reform like all the stuff that got scrapped. So there was something called the restored content mod that basically completes the game as it was intended. That's awesome. I like when people do that. Like I've been playing Battlefront 2 and original. There's a lot of mods for that thing. And even that game, like, I have the Steam version that's, like, version 1.1. Like, there's some... I don't even know what the point one has changed. But there's still the glitches that I remember from playing on the PS2. Like, when you were on Mustafar, and if you die and you fall to the lava, half of the time, you would fall through the map. you go past the lava and keep going. And it wouldn't know what to do for a few seconds, then it would say you died. I had that happen even on the version I played for the past. I think I played the game like 12, 15 hours so far. And you still get that. You know, people forget that your favorite games were full of glitches and bugs. Maybe not as much. I get it. But that shit too. Like, look at the games like made from like the Super Nintendo times. Like, I played that. I was playing some of that shit with my brother. Like, probably like six months ago like half the games that came out back then were like complete shit and unfinished mm-hmm. you know? like you forget. forget how bad some of these games were technically like like that in that department like you, people don't realize like oh you have your good games like super mario brothers or like super mario adventure and like link to the past but you had a lot of shit too mm-hmm. like you know, thank God, you know, there's emulators these days, so you don't have to go and spend money on it, you know, unless, you know, you probably should be buying that shit, but, like, it, it, they were unfinished, they were, 
there was tons of glitches in the final games. Like they had that one, like it was some like game show TV, like it was some, I think it was Smash TV or something, that game. And like, you can't even beat the game because there's a fucking bug. Like there was tons of games like that back then. And you would be spending like, you know, when you account for inflation, probably like $80 for a, a game that doesn't even have save functionality. And it's so shit. And then today, like the, you know, the amount of stuff you're actually getting in these games and how beautiful they look like it's, it's really gone pretty far. Like, geez, people oh, only, yeah. like they have nostalgia and they have those nostalgia goggles. They forget how shitty games were back then. Yeah. I was saying the exact same thing too, was when I was, you know, I saw people criticizing like the graphics of Halo Infinite. And I, I remember when I watched it with you, Alex, like literally a couple days ago, I was like, I was taken aback how it didn't look that great the same time like i'm not giving them an excuse or anything i mean i'm just explaining how things have changed but at the same time that game has a in this state in that state in that state alone which is not complete a million times more than what you got what seven ten years ago whatever i mean it's come a long, long way. The stand and, and that just shows you how the standards have changed. I mean, obviously you want it to be super realistic and cool and all that shit, but the standards are just so much higher now. Dude, I remember like playing Oblivion for the first time on the 360 on like my HD TV, like when I fucking first bought that. I was like, holy shit, this is super realistic. Like, how can you tell? <laughs> looking back now? I'm like, all these motherfuckers look ugly as sin. Like, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that was fucking amazing. You know, we have, and I mean, things have changed, but like, look at, like, look just how things have evolved so much, like, just with technology, like, fuck, like, Oblivion, like, I remember when that came out, like, the whole thing was like, oh, people, like, NPCs have their own, like, lives outside of, like, when you're seeing them. Yeah. Some levels of routines and, like, that was just like mind boggling. And now like people are like flipping out that like cyberpunk, they don't have similar things, but that also created tons of bugs too. And it's, you know, it's, it's a fucking double. Mm -hmm. Well, do you remember? Cause it's so laughable. Cause it brings up something you think it's kind of similar with NPCs. Do you remember when call of duty ghosts had their presentation, their reveal presentation? And one of the things that they highlighted was like, when you swim, fish move out of your way do you remember that like that that was a thing back like at that well, time, the that biggest time. joke with that too was there were games before it that would do that and they acted like it was a big deal well I mean, it was like sort of that immersion thing but yeah like we've become so fucking we don't know how i don't want to sound like a boomer but like kids these days don't know how good they have it yeah, and that, but that's the thing. Like, people are spending so much resources on these like graphics and these like you know stupid shit like that. They forget the actual point. Like, you know, you're yeah. playing that one game, uh, Deus Ex, and like they awful they... graphics, awful graphics. But for the time, it was probably okay. Yeah, but the gameplay is where it shines. And that's what people forget. Like, and that's you know that's one thing Nintendo has. Like, you know, at least mm -hmm. they're fun like they're like it's like fun first you can have all this other stupid shit later but like that's that's a good philosophy because yeah you gotta give them credit they stick to gameplay as the number one priority 
and to a certain extent, that's all that really matters in the end. Like you can have a beautiful yeah. game. Like there's tons of beautiful games out there. You know, like there, there's a ton of them, but that's not the end all be all of fucking gaming. You to know? me, it's just what it's like the it's a little bit more in the icing on the cake. Like it, it's kind of what fully emerges you and like really gets you. But everything else is like the first level of immersion and of the fun and of the enjoyment. Well, like I, it, it depends on the game. Like some games, yeah, it's great to have immersion, but others like fucking destroy all humans. You know, it's just yeah, true. Fun to have a sandbox and just cause mayhem. Oh, look at Minecraft. Minecraft is the best example of it's all about game. Gameplay is king. Graphics are not. Yeah. Yeah, no, my, yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm not the biggest Minecraft fan. I never really cared for Legos growing up, but like, I see the appeal. You can literally, like, emerging gameplay is awesome. Like, you know, you have to do something and do something well with any sort of mm-hmm. game that you're creating. You know, come up with something new, something unique. It's so hard to find these days. You know, you have your like 27th Assassin's Creed game. Like, the first Assassin's Creed, I love that shit. Second one, I, eh, I didn't like it at first, but coming back, it was like, all right, because at least they went more on the storyline. But the first one, man, I, I love that. Like, you're an assassin, and you weren't, like, a ninja. Because, you know, back before then, like, the only real big assassin games, they're either, like, modern, like, you know, Solid Snake or, Splinter, or like, Sphincter Cell, you know? Mm-hmm. Or you're playing as, like, a fucking ninja in, like, the Tenchu games, which I love, but, like, it was the first real, like, European assassin. And you know, then they just became fucking boring because, like, yeah, I, don't know, I mean, like... I still think well, I see that's an area where the graphics can really help it because what I've always liked about the series, even for the ones I haven't played, like, I've played Assassin's Creed 3 and I think I started 4, but I need to really dive into that one. Like, what I really love is that it's like it is an assassin in these different historical sayings, which is really cool because it's like you can immerse yourself in those places but at the same time i i just have no need to buy any new assassin's creeds because it's like like you said it's like the same shit it's like boring it's beautiful it's really cool but it's like yeah i'll wait till it's free on you play and then get it yeah dude fucking assassin's creed like they, they just kept rehashing the same shit it feels like and it's like a different thing like that abstergo stuff like okay cool you're making this extended universe of like ubisoft yeah and that's the other thing that's kind of pissed me off too it's like everything needs an extended u- universe now like fucking ubisoft you have the same thing yeah. it's like okay you know we don't need fucking marvel with like assassins and like woolly mammoths and far cry shit you know? <laughs> don't need that why why do we have that yeah you know like, i know it's fuck i mean everything's I, gotta become a franchise or a series you know yeah like i, I think it would have been fine they have like assassin's creed one two and i think i think it was it was one of the older ones and like they finished it up with like desmond like his storyline i for the most part and now it's like they, they should just ended it there i feel they should just ended his shit and go and got on with something else. And then, like, I remember fucking playing Black Flag for a few minutes. And one thing I did like about that, and that was with, like, the PS4. I used to have a PS Vita. And the you could pirate ships now are fun. You could, sh- you could share your screen with, like, the PS Vita and play it with the fucking Vita. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, but, like, it's they stopped that because no one in America bought the Vita, which I fucking loved. I loved that stuff, but they just didn't make any fucking games for it. 
Yeah, that died quickly. Oops. I don't even know anybody has a DS anymore. Well, it's like, well, if you have a Switch, you know, I see Sam. That's your DS right there. Yingling Sam. Ah, uh, yes, I do have a Yingling. <laughs> In Pennsylvania, but uh, no. Fucking those games, man. Like, I, I love that Vita, but like the Switch, I think is the ultimate evolution of that because it is a full on game console, but you yep. can it with you and you can play it like on the television as well. Like, that is probably the best one I've seen so far. Yeah. I, I do have to give Nintendo credit for that because it was kind of a surprise, personally. I, I didn't expect them to have anything like... Like, I thought, like, okay, they got to do something good because the Wii U was a, pretty much a flop. So I was like, well, they got to do something good, but not expecting much. And then when I saw it, I was like, well, that's interesting. Well, you think about it, it's really not that much different from the Wii. Like, it's it, it, not. I was so surprised it sold so many. But the thing is, you can take it with you. Like the Wii U, it had to be next to the fucking like you had to you had to pay for those expensive ass controllers. But then you still couldn't like play it separately, to my knowledge. You know, like you had to have your iPad thing controller with you. But with the Switch, you bring the fucking Switch with you, and then it also like those little remotes that function like the Wii Mots. Yeah, yeah, that's fucking brilliant. And they're the only ones, like Nintendo, they're the only ones, like, really innovating with, like, their design. Like, you know, Nintendo and Xbox, they're just doing the same sort of shit as each other. Sooner or later, one of them is going to beat out the other, or it's just going to go to PC. But the one thing that you can't really do on the PC is the shit that Nintendo's doing. Like, they're the one thing that's yeah. bringing, doing something different, and I love that about them. Now, their games, they're not the most brilliantly... They don't have the most growing graphics, but they do what they can with what they have. Like, look at fucking Breath of the Wild. You know? Not 4K, but, like, it looks okay either way because it has that cel-shaded stuff. It looks good. It's fucking timeless. You know? And they're the only ones that still really support, like, split screen and, like, party games. Co-op. Yeah, when was the last... Like, I think the last Halo game didn't even have split split screen co-op. Jesus Christ. Like what what happened with that? I mean, I remember when that used to be the thing. Like you played like Halo yeah. and shit together, you played like Call of Duty together. Yep. Even before even like Xbox Live was a thing. You used to play that shit. You had like LAN parties or just like split screen system link. And now it's all fucking because they want you to go and buy multiple copies of the game. That's why they're fucking greedy. Yep. Greed ruins everything. Yeah. It fucking does, man. Oh, that's the one thing I have been surprised. It was like, you are, know, and I, I understand. Are, are you guys still live by chance? Yep. We'll be wrapping it up soon, actually, because it's getting late, and I'm actually going to do some Battlefront, but I'll still be on voice chat. But last yeah, thing I'll here. say is, what was that? Yeah, same here. I'm not I'm not going anywhere, but. I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying right here, holding my ground. Um, as they say in the movies, but um, what was I thinking of? Um, oh yeah, that's the one thing I'm surprised has never happened is Sony or Xbox taking one of each other out because, like, now the differences are small, and I feel like it's going to come to a point where there's going to be a clear winner, and one is just going to 
call it quits eventually, but maybe not. I I just I don't know. Well, what Xbox could do is you know they have basically the PC market cornered if you think about it. Because what what operating system is ninety nine percent of gaming done on? It's Windows. Yeah, and you can already. Yeah. A lot of their exclusives, like Forza and Halo, on fucking Windows. So like, they and the new Halo is going to be on Windows too. Like on launch, I think on launch day. You know, it's it's not like it's going to come like the Master Chief Collection like twenty years later. So they are fully focused. They know the PC market is their market. Oh yeah, like they could dip out, but I don't know if they will. Like Sony, like it, like there's just not as many like really compelling exclusives. Like there's a few like. Oh, you can get the fucking Super Spider-Man game Miles Morales on. I think it was was a PlayStation. Yeah, yeah, that's the one exclusive. And frankly, it looks like it's a good game, but I don't care. Well, I feel like a waste of time. They have a Demon Souls remake, but like you know that that game originally came out for the PS3, and it's just a fucking remake. Yeah. You know, in the Xbox, you know, it's not really exclusive. You can just play it all on the fucking computer, anyways. Like. I think in the next generation or two, you're going to see, you know, them start to, there's going to be one winner within, I think, two generations at most. And then you're just going to have them and Nintendo. And I think that Nintendo is different enough. Yeah. Oh, they'll stay competitive. Absolutely. They have a unique feature. That's always what drives, you know, your competition. Yeah, like, I think Xbox and PlayStation try to compete with them once with the fucking, like, uh, not, like, what was that? Yeah, with the, when they were trying to do the Wii thing, like, Xbox had the freaking thing that would spy on you all the time, and Sony had those yeah. colored balls. I don't even remember what they're called. That's how they failed. The dildo thing with the PlayStation. Uh, play, that's what it like. PlayStation Move. I had one of those things. Yeah, that's what it was, the Move. Yeah, like the Connect and the Move, that's what it was. Connect, yeah. I remember Xbox got just slaughtered because of the always-on internet and the fact that that Xbox um, Connect was always watching you. Well, just that was, was so bad. Were saying. I don't think the old one did that, but the new one, they were originally going to require that. Yeah, they were going to, and I don't even remember if they said it, they're like unveil, but like, yeah, I remember that got so much shit. Yeah, but the fucking Wii, they still did their thing, and they had the most stupidest fucking name for it. Like, it sounds like a cock. <laughs> it looks like a fucking dildo and a butt plug. <laughs> fucking controllers. Like, it's the most, like, nerdy gay shit, but they still were, like, the best going No, they went up there with something stupider. I'm... Wii U. I remember like, that. I remember. I remember that people, like, kept cracking their TV screens. <laughs> Well, they from, put a from, yeah. I remember that too because then they put a wrist uh, thing on when I got mine. Yeah, but but like but even so, people kept throwing, people kept like accidentally throwing the the Wii U controllers, which I like. I predicted that was going to happen. The Wii, Wii, not the Wii U. The Wii U was the one with the fucking tablet that sucked ass. Pseudo tablet. Yeah. But, I like, remember when that was announced, and I thought, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> it totally failed. I actually kind of liked it more than the actual Wii, because I, I hated the Wii outside of, like, Wii Sports, because, like, they kept forcing, like, the, the Grace game was the fucking Wii Sports. And, like, oh, it was all- Wii Sports Resort. Oh, my God, that was the shit. I played so much of that. It never got old. 
but every other game I didn't fucking like for. Like, I, I regret, like, one of the biggest regrets of my life was, like, not, because I, I had Twilight Princess pre-ordered for the GameCube. I switched it over to the fucking oh. That was, because I was like, well, oh. You could use a GameCube controller on the Wii. Well, yeah, but not for that game. Really? Yeah, they wanted, at least not to my knowledge, they wanted you to go and play it with the fucking Wiimote, and it was fucking stupid. That's some bullshit. I mean, the Wii also had, like, you could buy that, like, pseudo-controller thing that was, like, a traditional controller, but a little wonkier-looking, specifically like a, for the Wii. Nintendo fucking controller, and it was good if you had the, like, and it only really let you do that with, like, a handful of games, and most of them were, like, the DL, like, the old Nintendo games you could emulate on there, but, like, you know, the, the only real game they liked on there was, like, Brawl, which is the worst Super Smash Brothers game ever released, but it was still kind of cool because you got a lot more characters. But, you know... You know it, it well, just I think Nintendo it. thought like that, for... that the motion controls was the future, but kind of, it's like, it, it, it's like, yeah, but not for everything, you know? Because I remember I had GoldenEye, the remake of GoldenEye, on the Wii, and playing that with just the controllers as is was like freaking. Just I don't know how you could play that game because like to sh- like to aim you'd point at the screen, but what I got was what they called the Wii Zapper. <laughs> they always oh, yeah. they, always, they always cuck the name. It's not the Wii Gun. It's the Wii Zapper. But it's the crossbow game with Legend of Zelda. Yep, yep. I played that. Yep. Which is pretty cool because they had like the Twilight Princess graphics, but like with like a, you know, crossbow thing, which it was fun for what it was. But, you know, you, you put in that and then it felt like, okay, this is like laser tag kind of like, but more accurate, of course. And it was really cool. I actually liked it because it kind of gave you the precision of like a mouse for a console. But you had to have that or else I don't know how you play that game and not feel weird. And it would just not work. I think you could use a regular controller on that, but I'm not sure. But that was how I played that. And it, I love that game. I played a lot of that. It was awesome. Yeah, that, that's the thing with that console, though. It's like they just they forced you to use the motion controls with so many games. And that's... That, that was the problem, yeah. Like, if they would have just let developers do what the fuck they wanted, I think it would have... Like, because they did have some good games. Like, games that were meant to have it, like Wii Sports... They were great. Yeah, they're awesome. Like, all-time classics. But they weren't, like, hardcore games. It was, like, for the casual audience, which they did very well. But then, you know, for everything else, it fucking sucked. And if you had the option to buy it on another console for a regular game, you better fucking do that or else you're going to have a hard time because most games did not do that. But what they should have done is made, like, a fucking Star Wars game for that, like, Yes, as a fucking Jedi with a lightsaber, like that would have been so fucking amazing, especially with the advanced, like the Wii Motion Plus or whatever. That would have been eventually. Yeah, I remember the Motion Plus too. That was the one thing too that was kind of like, I don't know why that I, I think I would think with Nintendo they wouldn't let Greed get the best of them, but like I don't know why the Motion Plus shit wasn't a thing on launch. I don't know if the technology wasn't there or what back then to do that what was that i don't think they had the tech to do that back then like when they first launched like that yeah cutting edge it's pot yeah i think so and 
what was nice though is like it was just like a clip on you know to your remote which made it longer but i mean i think i do have one that had it built in but i mean that yeah because i remember the uh the sword play in the Wii Sports Resort, I forget which one that was called, where you would knock the guy off the platform, it was like the coolest thing ever. Like it was the closest thing to like VR, what we have now, you know? And it was really cool. But I think Nintendo thinks that they're a company that's only for the casual people. And I don't think, I know it would it'd be interesting to see how it work out because I know the GameCube kind of was closer to it, but how they would work out if they. They have their casual stuff that people love, you know, but it's like the switch where you still you have your motion controls, but you can make it a regular controller and play your hardcore games and your Call of Duty. I feel like they're still scared to like bridge that gap and have both those audience. I I don't know if it's a marketing thing, if they think they should only tailor to one market or if they think they if they tailor the two, they're going to piss off both audiences. I, I don't know. In the in the field like you know they're not going to compete with the xbox they're not going to compete with the playstation but they can compete for more but even then like fucking super smash brothers like ultimate's not casual like you know there's so much shit with that and that's what i think they sort of they went back to their roots like they do have a little bit of that now like you can play you can play that gamecube control right yeah, you can use the GameCube controller. You can use like they like people. They have these new ones. And it's like custom. If you want to go and buy like a custom fucking brawl, like your Super Smash Brothers like Ultimate controller, you can spend hundreds of dollars on this shit. If you want like an MLG fucking Ultimate controller. Yeah. Like, but they allow that now, which I think is great. You know, they're getting. Yeah, I think the Switch was like, because like I, I that that I can do on the Switch, right? Yeah, that's all. Yeah, that's the best one. You can play every single character from every other Super Smash Bros. game, plus a shit ton more. Plus, they do have See, the Switch. Seems like what the Wii U should have been, you know? Yeah, but they fucked. Yeah, I think they learned their lesson from that, you know? Because like the yeah. Switch or the Wii U, it's like because I think you could also hook up the Wii controllers to it. Like it was backwards compatible, I think, all the way up, maybe even back to the GameCube bound up, at least with the Wii, I think. And their their Super Smash Brothers game is pretty decent too. Like that that was the whole reason he bought the fucking Switches for that Super Smash Brothers game. I love that series. Mm. I, I it's amazing too that you know I, I'm trying to think. And do you know anyone that had the Wii U? I don't know a single person that did. And I and I beat the wind. Like I actually played the I beat the Wind Waker re-release. I actually enjoyed that. Did they release on Switch? Uh, don't know about the Switch, but they had for the Wii U, like oh. or whatever the HD remake, which was actually they fixed a lot of the issues with Wind Waker. Like I, I never, I did beat the Wind Waker beforehand, but it was like they had Master Quest version, which was like you couldn't find your heart containers outside of like I don't think you could find them at all, like unless you bought it from a store. So it made it like actually difficult because that was probably one of the most easiest like Zelda games out there. You know, for like the most casual Legend of Zelda game, mm-hmm. they made it like actually tough. Yeah, well, here's the last thing I asked before we close the stream here and then go shoot the shit in Star Wars. Um, where what's next for Nintendo? Like, what do they do next after the Switch, or do they just keep the Switch for a long ass time? I make like a Switch, I think they're already making a Switch Pro. Like, the Switch did fucking amazing, especially now. like People love that. Kids love the Switch. Like, my fucking girlfriend, she put, like, thousands of hours on that fucking um, one game that 
Animal Crossing. Like, that became a phenomenon during the pandemic that we're currently in. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm Googling Switch Pro. And... Um... Yeah, it, it sounds like it's something that's like being rumored that's in the works, but it looks like it. See, I don't know if I like this because I, I like about that switch is like you can have the motion controls. It looks like they're, you know, it looks like the regular switch with the screen, but like all the controls are stuck on it. You can't well, remove have, them. They have the one that has, they have like the cheapo switch that has it with the controls stuck on it. Right. Yeah, I remember that. You know, my girlfriend's one of those, and like I have my regular one, which has they might you have like two. Yeah, they're two different ones. Yeah, she has one. She, I mean, she made money off that uh, fucking game that Animal Crossing. People, people Wait, she fuck. made money on Animal Cross? Oh yeah, she made like eight hundred bucks. Like she paid for it. Wait, she made eight hundred dollars from playing Animal Cross? Oh yeah, people people spend money on like <laughs> and like you give them like there's. A whole fucking account. Like, you can buy services in that game. Like, player to player. That's interesting. I, mean, I, think, I think Nintendo started cracking down on it, so not as much recently, but back when it came out, she made some money off of it. She paid off her Switch with Super... Or not Super Smash, fucking... Uh, the, the Animal Crossing. Yeah. Yeah, rumors are saying that the new Switch, the Switch Pro will be... Uh, 4K compatible, and a bunch of other things like yeah. Oh, it could be packed with a mini LED display. That's interesting. That's like the next best, you know, TV or picture or screen. You know, it's gonna replace LEDs and maybe OLEDs. That's the one thing I wish Nintendo wasn't so behind on is their fucking like graphics compatibility. Like yeah. I get it. They don't want to make them make, like super realistic looking games. That's cool because it looks different than the other stuff. But just make it 4K. Make it 120 FPS or whatever the standard is on the PlayStation, the Xbox. Like that sort of stuff to me is so basic. You don't I don't need get it that. for their games. Like shit, that's that's the thing. You don't really fucking need to be super. Yeah, but if you have a 4K TV, man, it will look unbelievable it will be gorgeous but they're mostly cartoon games anyways like you know like look at look at breath of the wild like that i don't know what the fuck it's in maybe it's like 720p but it still looks fucking beautiful. no that's gotta be 1080 there's no way at 720 that's gotta be 1080 what is the current setting for the switch uh it's gotta be 1080 i I don't see how you really use Combat Diddy. That'd be like, that'd be fucking insane. It is 1080. Yep, 1080. That's what I thought. Is it 1080? When it's not plugged in? When it's docked, it's 1080, but the screen on the actual thing is 720. But that's a small screen. Even then, a 6.2 inch display should be 1080. Like my phone is 1080, but it doesn't make that much of a difference on this small screen. Yeah, my yeah. phone is my phone is 1080. Well, you and I have the same. We have the 12, yeah. Well, I have the, I have the 12 Pro. Yeah, yeah, I think this. Yeah, I think the screen resolution's the same on the 12 and 12 Pro because I just have the 12. Yeah, yeah it, it, outside of the television, like it's still 
like people like you can play it in your handheld version like a lot of times like, oh yeah well that's the whole point of the switch yeah so you can be watching it 720 for the most part unless you're like having it plugged in the tv dude i'd have that shit plugged into the tv that game because that game does look beautiful it uh, doesn't really need it though like it's beautiful the way it is man it can be more beautiful cell shaded I'm because t- like we were just last night. I did something I've never done before. I know I'm gonna sound like a boomer, but um, my dad was re- was uh, catching up on the Mandalorian, so he was watching the first season. I sat there and watched the entire first season without any breaks, just right through it. I've never binge watched an entire season of a show before. I just don't like watching things that way. I like spacing it out and enjoying it piece by piece, but. That's just me. I know it's not how most people are, but one of that show feel really interesting seeing it a second time. All you know, the one all of season one just kind of in one shot. It's a very interesting experience, but because it feels very cohesive and you can see the the cohesiveness throughout. But it was in four K, and let me tell you, when the because it automatically picks the resolution, which I hate how you can't like manually pick the resolution, but you could tell when it was down in 1080 and when it went to 4K. It is like, I cannot unsee 4K versus 1080. I know when it's 4K and I know when it's 1080. And I'm not standing like really close and I'm not super far away. I'm like a, about 12 feet, I'd say, away from that maybe, 10 feet. You can tell fucking difference. And like when I've seen animated stuff, you can tell the difference. There's like an extra level of detail that you didn't even know was there. That's the best way I can describe the difference. Like if you see Tom Cruise like crawling on a, you know, can on like a rock face, normally like, yeah, you'd see the rock has some texture, but you'd see way more texture. And you could, I noticed in the skin, you see a lot more of like the details in somebody's skin. So that's my 4K explanation. Yeah. But anything else you guys want to shoot the shit about before we close the stream and bullshit offline? Not really. I think I'm good. Happy Happy mm. New Year, everyone. So, New Year. well, hopefully. Yeah, I hope everybody has a Happy New Year because we all know how 2020 was. So. And thank you to everyone who uh, donated to uh, my stream in the in the first half of the show. Uh, Back Heckboy, Sawson, uh, Kevin, dropping the big bucks. Uh, Kevin, really appreciate that. Uh, and your ammo fund will go to great use. So nice. But yeah, that's folks, good of people to do that because that's how you really support people now is giving them money. Mm-hmm. And, you know, likes uh, and retweets and all that's great, but nothing keeps the likes on, lights on but monies. Well, and please and please subscribe to uh, Versa News Media as well. In fact, let me link to their stuff in the chat. Oh, thanks, man. Everybody should subscribe to Sam too, and subscribe to Jeff on Twitch so you can catch us doing another discussion there. Eh, who, who like who likes Jeff? He's kind of a nerd. <laughs> hey, nerds! Nerds rule the world. Other than the elites eh, and the globalists. Just kidding. I I love Jeff. 
Yeah, he seems cool. So not not fun not in the way he not in the way he thinks. I love him. <laughs> That's all another story. All right. Yeah, oh, more story time for next time. Then we'll see you guys later. Bye. Oh, and thank you, Sam, for being on with us for another year. Oh, no problem. That's, I remember you were on a lot of our streams. Very much. No problem. Happy to have you guys as, you know, co... I wouldn't really say co-host, but, you know, co-streamers, I guess. Collaborators. Yeah, collaborators. Co-collaborators. Co-conspirators. Yes. <laughs> we'll see you guys later. Wash your hands. All right, folks. Okay. God bless and... God bless, good night, uh, God save this great nation, God freedom, I'll see you in that order, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Whitfield Report. God bless. Every time I hear good night, I think of good night, all right.